Hi folks, welcome to another edition of the Constables Convos podcast. In today's show we welcome self-taught screenwriter and filmmaker from Springburn in Glasgow, James Price. Known for his gritty short stories, I personally was taken aback by his vast knowledge of movies, which is something we spoke about quite a lot in today's podcast. So, thanks very much for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the Constos Convos podcast. JP, how are you doing, mate? Doing good, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate this. No, mate, uh, I'm just saying, we, sorry, we had a full start at the start there as usual. I'm no the best technical guy with this certain stuff than her, but um, we were just saying how I was introduced to James through a mutual friend. Aye, Previous guest, Jack, yes, Sir Cameron Jack, absolute legend, man. Aye, he's amazing. He's in my phone boys' night, and uh, aye, he's just such a hero, man. Is that the first time you'd met him? Aye, man, that was the first time I met him. We met some cool actors for Boys' Night, man. People, people I've been a fan of my whole life and everything. But uh, we met Cameron on the Flying Duck, and as soon as he walked in, he's getting energy, isn't he? He's got an energy, man. He just owned the room. Like he was just such a, it's like yeah. it's like a, it's, it's like a really nice alpha male. Like, <laughs> like he just, like, he has like because no, there's no negativity from him, at all, and he's actually he makes fun of himself and hundred percent self-deprecating. He's a wee stocky guy, so it was if you could put one oh, in your chin, you know what I mean? Like, like, that was the thing. That was great. Like, my dad had so the guy character was kind of loosely based on my dad. And my dad had that wee energy, like just likable, but had a wee toughness to him. A wee edge. A wee edge. And so as soon as Cameron walked in, they just had the tattoos and the build. But he stopped to clap somebody's dog and the flying duck at the bar. And it was kind of like, fuck you, this dog's cute. I'm going to play with this dog for a minute. And I, and I just right away, and that was the moment. Before they even spoke to him, I was like, he's got this man. Like, he, I just fit just what you're looking for. Right away, like, I knew it was him. And uh, okay, I just like, he went above and beyond, man. Like, he's just so good. He's just such a professional. And like something like Boys Night, it's a big step back for somebody like Cameron. You know what I mean? He's doing really legit stuff. We, but no, a big step back. I, mean, I, I no, watched you know it. I mean? it's like, we had a wee chat about your work, and it says it's got a real kind of cool look to it, and you appreciated that I picked up on it, because obviously I that's what you want to portray. 100%, 100%. Now I'm watching it, and you know what the cool thing as well, especially for me sometimes with my uh, focus and that, but these short flicks are great, man. I know, and I know. it leaves so many questions and stuff. And Aye. I wanted to ask about Cameron. I'm like, was he half scooped? Half? He wasn't. No, man. You know, no drink at all. I would have let him drink. Not even let a can just to get him in that zone. Not. He turned it on in half, man. Hundred percent. No, and I would have allowed him to drink because if he needed to. Because he's probably. I'm like, he looks half scooped. You no, know, he did great, man. Or full scoop, should they say? Even just in terms of like, because we shot it like you should be shot like a lot of mace films. You shoot it in order, so. But just in terms of him knowing, like. How to go back? I would level a drunk he'd be at a different rate. He just go it to a team, man. He just died, master. He is like a guy that he's been doing it so long, and we were speaking. Even he's mixed with some guys that are top of the craft. Oh, definitely. You know, like Aye. even Gerald Butler from I know, here, I know, and I know. he's talking about Guy Ritchie and stuff. So he's seen it and he's done it, and I'm just like. Such a positive, cool guy. I hope he's doing good in the lockdown because he's the type of guy that I get the vibe that he needs to be out there and doing stuff. Oh, he's very creative. I definitely, I know what you mean. He's, he's a true artist, man. I think, uh, I think that's the thing with this lockdown. Everybody, man, I think it just can send you spiraling if you cut off all your, your ways to express yourself and do everything. It's, Even my wife, who, she's brilliant. She does so much for us, right? Like, I've got three kids. We've got a dog. We've got the house, haven't? She just does everything brilliant. But even today, she was kind of, she's been working from home and, 
not quite down, but just a bit like seemed a bit lost and asking stuff. And I says, just got to concentrate on the positive things of this. It might not be that much you've got, but I says, there's people a lot worse. We've got a family there. Oh, You're still working. No, no, no. That's it. That's it. You just need to try and get one with it, man. But it is really it's a scary time, man. A lot of suicides in Springburn, man. Love. It's really. Oh, man. aye. Because it's hitting nice. people that I'd say are just living in that, that life where. If they've not got that structure, they just go way off, Definitely, you know. Definitely, that's it. You know, with work. Aye. That's, that's just... Being with people that you love and see some of this stuff they're coming out with, and I'm like, it is lunacy, right? And I'm not a conspiracy theorist at all. Sometimes I do like a good conspiracy. <laughs> I, was, you know I, I mean? go to the But Aye. I'm just saying, like, you know what? we got to do stuff because there are people that are very susceptible to this, so we've got to be smart, right? Oh, definitely, right? that's it. It's, 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 look, it's a tricky thing, man. But how can you go, they're okay in the pub, sort of thing, and then you can't have loved ones around know, the house and stuff that you know where they've been? No, I know, I know. No, it's terrifying. And if, if you've been drinking in a pub, man, you're, you're a bit touchy-feely oh, at the time or whatever, you're know, just, your inhibitions are away, so... I can't even, I'm, I'm finding it hard to keep up with the rules, man. Every week it seems to be a new set. Exactly, it's, mate. You know, it's strange. Are you, but you, you, you're a writer, First and foremost, would you agree? Ah, definitely, man. I, that's where um, kind of made me a name for myself. I definitely, definitely. So we've had writers on. I like writing myself. Aye. Uh, not so much creative writing. Like I do stuff like for work and <laughs> like blog posts and things, but I, I love it. And I was really bad at grammar and putting oh, it down aye. in paper. I'm still not good at it. <laughs> so like, but you've got that creative. I was even just reading. You'd done a really nice um, piece about your dad there. Ah, oh, definitely. I know that was a, that. It was a Facebook post first. I stuck up my website. Wow, man! Yeah. It was just really that, obviously you. emotional way. But even the way it was written, and I'm just like, and the more I know about writing, the more I can appreciate good writing. Uh, you know, like saying uh, less and no, definitely the right uh, words and stuff, and taking people on journeys. And I'm like, wow, man! And with the movies, I was just watching. I'd seen like Concrete and Flowers. I was just. And the cool thing with all your movies is the the short movies, but there's so many questions after it. And I'm like, I want to see more of that one as well. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. No, definitely. That's the whole thing, man. My favourite one was uh, Dropping Off Michael. Oh, brilliant. That's good to hear that. No, definitely. That was my dad's favourite one as well. Was that, I, cause I, it that. seems like you're taking good parts of other ones and as if Aye. you've honed your craft a wee bit. Aye, definitely, definitely. The yeah. acting... The wee guy was really good on it. Oh, it was amazing, man. Ah, he's great, man. They were a real family. I didn't, I didn't do right. job with McCall and wrote that, but that was a uh, director called Sam Salim. And he's so, what was that? You, what were you done in that one? I just writer. What I do you mean, just writer? I know, I know. I was a writer. I know, I know, I know. That's but, the first uh, and foremost. We were no, talking about Quentin Tarantino there. No, definitely. Right. Like he, the movies he's wrote, aye, like just brilliant. Like, uh, what's that? <laughs> Christian Slater. True romance. True so romance. Good, I know. I do look at Drop Off Michael like it's my true romance, funny enough. Because <laughs> uh, Sam Salim's like such a good director, like it was an honour to have him. But actually, man, there's talks of that maybe becoming a feature, maybe. I just, maybe. the way it opens up, and I'm, I like that. It's like, it was a seed, that movie. It was just like, wh where does that go oh, after I know, this? That's exactly, that's exactly And that wee guy was like, whoa, from what initially it starts, I don't want to give away stuff because no, I, I want people man, to watch. That, man. I want people to, to watch your stuff I without. Know. The preconceptions because I seen your first movie where we were talking like we had Cameron spoke with Cameron and then our mutual friend shared one of the movies you've done together yeah. uh, and he's like just watch who you watch this movie with <laughs> right it's a bit hardcore with the yeah. language and again my, my young boy will watch stuff I explain things and if you ever meet my boy he's, he's well managed he's, he speaks polite I'm very proud of him right yeah. but he's got a wee bit of an edge too you know nah, he's getting boxed and he likes his football he's nah. a physical boy but he likes watching horror movies and stuff and it doesn't affect him no it doesn't but I let him watch a bit of that and I'm like wait 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 just don't <laughs> watch much. all this I know, I, mean, I know I know it's a language because I was man. quite 
I know it is, it's intense. Do you know the good thing is, man, when I wrote that, I didn't realise, uh, it wasn't until after we made it, somebody said, I think somebody wrote a wee review and they said it's got more swear words per minute than like most films. Or I've never <laughs> seen anything like that. I and I was like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely, it wasn't, it wasn't something we did on purpose. Like, it just happened. Like, uh, I think when I read the script now, it'll probably stone out to me, but like at the time, I wasn't even thinking. It must it. have, because that would be, when I watched it, like, whoa, and, it, and then that's what sparked me to watch the other stuff. Aye. So obviously it does work. I, I think, is it maybe a lot, sometimes you do something that it's natural for you, but it's so out for people that it latches on. Because I'll do stuff that people are like, be that's a bit boring, you know what I mean? Aye, like my good friends that can be really harsh critics, Aye. just say, that's a bit shit, mate, isn't it? Especially the photographs, and then I'll do one and like, and I don't even think it's much different, but like, whoa, what do you do? No, it's definitely, just out there. That's so true. That is definitely, I, I, it's strange what people latch on and attract to. Do you ever do any acting or anything? Do you know, the funny thing is, no, I don't, man, but, so I, I didn't go to college or uni to do this, and uh, I just kind of taught myself how to write scripts. So I had you did, you, of, you were saying earlier that you've had a movie education. Oh, definitely, man. I, my mum and dad were really protective of me. Um, we grew, I grew up on Rye Hill Road in Bamalock before we moved to Springburn, and... Uh, I don't just think they were really paranoid about me running about the streets and that, so they just I just had a constant diet of any films I wanted. Like, you know, I, Freddie Free was a big one. Jason Takes Manhattan. Oh, Jason. I love Jason, man. man. He so gave good. me... That was, a, that was my first nightmares watching the early Jasons. Jason's the oh, mask. man, I know. It's, it's terrifying, man. But I, I loved them, man. And the weird... I think my mom and dad would always explain to me, like, what the special effects were, what everything was. So I was nay. I was never, like, traumatised by horror films. I always just loved them, man. I was just obsessed with, like... Not finding mad ones, the scanners with the heads exploding, or like I'm just obsessed with finding these. I think was that Tom Salvini had done all the special, special effects. effects. I, I was watching that, and like he was in the Dawn of the Dead, he's the biker. So he has, he's got the wee dick. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Because a lot of people that. look back at him, and I like when they give cameos to these guys because obviously he's not the best actor, but people that grow up in movies and go that way to see oh, like, the stuff he's done. When they had to do all the like it wasn't computer graphic, not to take away from guys, but it was. Different days, oh, it's different, man. And it's something about that. It just looks better, man. Like uh, Day of the Dead when he did the, the entrails coming at the stomach. No, doesn't look nothing looks like that now. And I mean CGI. It's not the same. I never went to that cheesy bit where they were just learning. Oh, we can do this cheap, and it, it uh, looked really like nah, it doesn't look good. I think sometimes now they're getting, especially these disaster movies. And I'm like, whoa. I, know some I quite impressive. like some well, of that stuff. Aye, definitely, I know some really impressive. But with your stuff, it was just it's all it's more about acting in it and the dialogue. Hundred percent. I like. I'm, I think I'm. A, I'd like to think of myself as kind of character driven. I definitely oh and, um, absolutely mate I do I think that's part of my thing but I think part of that is doing to you know you're going to not have name, you're not going to have any money to make this thing so you don't want to write anything that's too is that in the back of your mind is I, especially man especially with shorts, I know maybe I, even your early stuff but I can understand now that you're getting traction and stuff that you people will be expecting stuff for you so you know what you've got to do but maybe in the beginning as well I, I don't know I'm trying to I, 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 probably the first scripts I wrote I didn't consider it, but when you realise, like, all right, the reality of making this, that would be really hard to do. You end up scaling back, and you do think about, like, like a producer, like, what can we pull off here, and what can we know? So you're talking about your writing, and, like, how are you getting to it, and you didn't go to college and stuff? Aye. Are you naturally high IQ that you can write good and I stuff? I don't think I'm an idiot savant. I don't think I'm high IQ. I, don't know I think writing's just, like, a... It's in, I don't know what it is, man. It's some of my, they have a weird brain. Like, I did pick up... It was weird, because we were talking about the John Favreau film made before we started this, and uh, one of the first scripts I had was the Swingers script, and I used to watch the film and read what the movie, script. Man. That's, uh, I think it's one of the most perfect scripts I've ever written. That script is so well done, and uh, 
just having a bit at the pace and it's just amazing and that just be reading that script and watching the film at the same time you learn all the I learned all the lingo quite fast and then through reading eventually reading people's in Scotland scripts you get the the layer the, 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 the feel for it and the different scenes how they do it and it just kind of stuck to me really young but I because I because I hadn't been at college uni what I did was when you asked about acting was uh, I did uh, I made a star now account a I, what account? I, it's a mad thing so it's like you go going as an actor looking for acting jobs right and I acted in like seven or eight student films for Stowe College good and my whole plan though was like if I meet these boys with cameras these boys and lassies with cameras and I get them to like read one of my scripts act for them to pass on and they might make they might help me make one of my none of them did none of them actually did Bastards. but, but I ruined, regretting it now guys <laughs> but I, ruined, I ruined a lot of those short films with my terrible acting because I wasn't an actor, man. I wasn't even built for that. But I guess that probably helped you writing for guys as well. Because I was thinking, like, I'll do like writing, and I'm like, do you write as a story, or do you write as a script? And I know it's two different things, and you'll probably it's do it both ways. I, I'm trying to think of. I do it a couple of different ways. Sometimes I just write a bunch of bullet points of the story, and then go through it in script form. I mean, I mean, just look this happens. That's not kind of beat sheet. I kind of go that way sometimes, but. Um, I don't. I, I don't really go too deep into writing it. Like, um, just get the idea on paper first, I and then it can be tidied up and 100%, stuff later on. And then I play a bit with it in the, in the script. Talk. You ever read like Roald Dahl? He's get a, a short. He does a lot of good short stories as well. I definitely. Um, I've talked about Stephen King's that I like, but even Roald Dahl's were brilliant because everybody thinks of him of his children's stuff, but he Aye. does that kind of. Uh, it's like mystery sort of stuff and they're quite adult based because mm-hmm. some of them like geez oh man really good stuff we had one that was actually how to become a writer as well it was good That's and he says that he'd done he says I start with one good idea mm-hmm. and it, it was Mr. Fab, uh, Fabulous Mr. Fox and he just put a really crafty fox so it was just something like a wee line of that right. and what you says bullet points to let it grow from there I definitely think that's, I, that's definitely when I'm writing something that's quite big that's definitely the way I do it 100% with short films sometimes I just come up with a an ending I don't know how it ends. I can just jump right into the script and just build towards the ending. Sometimes if uh, if it's no too long. So even what I was saying, like if I've watched a few of them and the seeds, because I watched them, like oh, what what happens to that character? What what happened before? Are you just writing the short story? You you got these prequels and sequels? Well, and... I, I think a lot about definitely like um. Aye, hundred percent. Like every short film you make, there's always a dream that this can maybe become a feature. So you do think, it, what could it be if it was bigger? Um, and definitely, when you spend like when you're going through writing, whenever you go through writing short films, you do spend a lot of time thinking about the characters and what they were before and what happened before and what happens after. But you don't, I don't, you don't really like to talk about it because sometimes the audience has got a completely different idea. Yeah, like but I, that's that's not a bad or good. No, thing, definitely, you know what I mean? no, hundred percent. Like I just like to. How many cool movies you seen that? Especially now, I think they're doing, I can't even think of the top of my head, but they've taken, especially it was a big movie a while ago, and they went, you always hear, they've came up with a script, but it's not as good, but Aye. the actors don't want to do it. But sometimes they come out like, whoa, this was just so left okay, field, I man. I just... uh, Robocop, apparently, they all hated each other during the shooting order, and it turned out a classic. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, How good is that, I man? I know, I love Robocop. And to this day, and I watch, and I've seen, I watched the new one, and I'm like, God, oh, man, it's awful. getting no character, no, man. It's absolutely get... fucked up. And we're uh, talking about, like, 
the effects and stuff, they're brilliant. But ah, you actually look back, the old stuff was great, and that's still and exploding. <laughs> Nothing was like I'm that. melting. <laughs> you know oh what I mean? my god, that would traumatize me. My brother does the thing where uh, I take the wee guy that he's uh, he tips his fingers in and he's in the boy's wine and he's that's sniffing right. up. Aye, that's what he's that a fierce scumbag. He's a scumbag. But he's brilliant and just on a part. I buy that for a dollar. That's amazing. Techno songs that came from it that twenty seconds to comply, and I'm just like. I remember that came out because I was in Canada at the time and mm. as a young boy and I remember the, the bus stop used to put the movie posters up and I'm like, what the fuck like, is this? that, I man? Know, I, know. I could stay on its feet ah, it's just and just so the whole thing. I'm like, oh, I know. I think like maybe we need to get back to character because I think all these, and I guess I'd need to say that obviously they're successful. Some of them are good, but these comic book movies, I'm fed up with them, man. No, I'm the same. I'm not a bit, I, could, I never go, it never really properly got me. I, I, like, I like the odd, like, I like, like Deadpool and that, the ones that are like, they push the envelope a bit, I quite like, but I never got properly hooked up in the whole movie. No, and thing. I'm watching them all because of the kids and they like yeah. it and sometimes, ah, you go to the cinema and it's spectacular scenes oh, definitely, stuff. Yeah, like, that end game one, it was like, ah, it was good, Kids loved it, but I'm just like, boy, I want to go back to the old 70s and 80s movies. 100%. You know, like French Connection. This is, what, this is my end. It's such a petty gripe to have, but with Christopher Nolan and James Cameron. Like, I love I love Terminator 1 because it's an 18. It's like a proper horror film. It's terrifying. It's intense and it's really violent. See the bit when he was cutting open oh, again, like the, pulling the, his I fingers and stuff. Oh, it's horrific. Like, it's really, it's like a proper... And then Christopher Nolan, Memento. Memento's like a really dark... Fucked up. Psychology. Guy Pierce were talking about an actor as well. But it's like when you when they, they, they make that first big hit, there's a 12A, and they never go back to doing. I guess he got move on, the money gets involved. Like money James Cameron, I, I guess, is it. one of the richest. I know, but I just wish they would spend some of that money. They could make the day we dark 18 film that I mean, on the oh, side. Or even just start putting them out. Because I know, like, Steven Spielberg, I like his kind of movies with ET and stuff, and Not he still does make I... these movies that are the kind of childhood fantasy stuff and I like that but his company you know produces and finances tons of them so maybe these guys should look back and because it doesn't feel as if there's a lot of mavericks and stuff that are doing no, stuff no that's it there's nothing nothing feels as and I don't they even need look, to make money all the time definitely there's something about like even the Goonies time and like Stand By Me I felt like the oh, two classics but they, they worked for adults really well too you know I mean? I'm still watching that's, definitely I couldn't I, wait for my kids to get to the age that we could watch the Goonies and stuff my right? nephew actually Stand By Me is actually sweet. if you watch that back it's like a James Price movie with a swear on. Oh, <laughs> you know sure, I mean? nah, that's, cool. that's, a, that's a really good comparison, man. Nah, I love Stand By Me. I was actually surprised because her, maybe her soft stuff got and we'd watched it with the kids and it was a couple of times and we watched that maybe two years ago or something and Jack still and Sam, it. Jessica, they still asked. Oh, they, I think it was the leeches or something because they're like, look at all these slugs and he's Sam. Uh, he's like, that's like the leeches on that man's willy and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> when they go swimming. I definitely. And I'm, I'm just, that's a wicked, that short story. I know Stephen King went at the body. Aye, man, I know, amazing. That's, that, that's the thing, man. It's a whole art form in itself because I've not read that. I've not actually read the short story, but I imagine oh, it's different for the film. I've said before, actually, on the podcast, I've got uh, Stephen King and it's a... Is it four short stories? In, I think it's called Four Past Midnight, so it's The Body. Amazing. Stand By Me. You've got Rita Hayworth in The Shawshank Redemption, which oh, is The brilliant. Shawshank Redemption. Excellent. The App Pupil, who's... Uh, they find an old guy is a, a, a Nazi. I, and I think the last one I don't know. I can't because that's the one I always forget. But I'm like, look at that. Look at the four of them, Definitely. three crank moves. One's considered one of the best like, of all time. In terms of thinking, in terms of short films, I think one of the big things that was an influence on me growing up too was things like um, 
obviously they'll go out of limits in the Twilight Zone remaking that, but like um, Creep Show and Cat's Eyes. Like, they Creep were amazing, amazing. Man. Like, I was they... watching one the other day on YouTube with. Aye. What's his name? Nielsen. The guy who's in the airplane. Aye. Aye. Is that the Ted Dancing one? Is that the same Aye, one? He, he gets buried. He's eyed up to the next. <laughs> he's up, he's putting the telly, he's lying beside him. I was like, <gasps> I can't know. breathe. It's so good, man. Like there was so much like but I think that's probably where the first time I would have learned like how to think in terms of short form films. Like the one thing they always have a good ending. Like the twist endings always work really well. A stuff bad like. ending can ruin your movie. Oh, definitely, a hundred percent. That's it. Especially with that, like because even how many times you heard this right and this review is like, oh, it's fucking dead slow to start and all that, uh-huh. and everybody like push it, go past it, you'll enjoy it, and you do. Anytime somebody says it's a shit ending, you're like, I'm I know, you watching like, it. I know, so true. I know. Not that I so always true. take people's views, but there's something I say, something made, something guys go like, check this out, you're going to like, no problem watching it. No, definitely. And definitely. if they give you that spoiler at the end, you're just like, ah. Oh. I know, it is, it's annoying. It is, so yeah. is that part of the writing as well? You've got to make sure you get the killer. Well, yeah, sometimes you're coming up with the killer ending in the beginning, you oh, said. Just, I, especially with short films, you need to have, um, I think, like, it's really important to have an ending for me, man. Like, uh, there's some yeah. great short films that are quite like abstract and interesting. Like Chibbed, I think, so, like um, isn't the most satisfying thing. That I mean, we didn't, we didn't have much money to make. Like, we only had one day to shoot that, so it was like a mid piece almost. But uh, things like Drop Off Michael and and Concrete Flowers and that, like, I always wanted to have that we punch at the end that people remember. Chibbed, I was gonna say, like, I'd seen like I've, I like shots that people, me and Dom talk about that as well. Like, just. Uh, certain parts of movies some people everybody it affects everybody but some people don't go it was that scene but doing this that made you feel this way Aye. so it was just the one like the hand around the corner dead slow gripping on it the blood the, the bit that he was phoning can't talk and Aye. stuff and I'm like that was the way I'm like whoa I fucking feel my neck that, hard man. to breathe that, so that is a because there's not much dialogue obviously no, in that no, 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 no that's the thing it was just like I just wanted to and a lot of ways, it was kind of a field experiment, didn't it? That didn't really. Well, it ended up on iPlayer, which is quite cool, but it never really set the world on fire then. But, um, never did the uh, Shawshank Redemption no, that came true, out. I know, I know, but look, I know it's true. It's true. It's Actually, true. we. I think this whole podcast is me talking about old points, but there's so many class movies that were made that uh, hardly made money or lost money oh definitely I know What's and then there's one you actually? go it made her much I know, like I the shitty sequel obviously it became well known you're like what the, the money we got it some things you got to lose money on I think I know definitely I know it's even like so one do... of my favourite films of all times Manhunter because I heard you talk about Brian Cox Brian Cox is he's it? amazing on that man playing like I think he's better than Hopkins it's controversial my bank is I believe Brian Cox could like rip you apart like that character was supposed to like he could hold he you is an actor you. oh definitely I mean? he is uh, an actor unbelievable amazing You've, uh, 25th hour he's in that oh so good I love Got Off Michael was a lot of love letter to 25th hour last detail they have films like that that last day of freedom yeah, that was a big influence on them man. you just watching flicks all the time that's all I miss my life mate I, it's, it's a, I'm not a football guy man so like uh, I think that was part of my man dad's protective thing as well they never I never picked a team or nothing. I always thought football was something quite scary because of all these old jeans were fighting. Uh, my mum was the same. <laughs> like, you actually inspired me because it was... Uh, I, I want to do a, a, a story about the first time I was taken to an old firm game by my cousin. That's brilliant. I and me it. and my brother were young, just over from Canada, bored up my grands and he's knocked at the door. He's a bit wild. The hair do the tash <laughs> and all that. Take the boys. Mum's like... Celtic Rangers game. <laughs> you know, Clive Hank no playing today. <laughs> and just all the stuff happened because it was like fights. Oh, there was intense. broken windows in the bus. Left out at the pub. He's in for a few scoops. I know, it's it. It's getting, such a... getting thrown off or taking a piss upstairs. Just everything there was just like, what the fuck? And then... Get right it, man. Get that written. I want it, obviously. But then that's when I'm like, do you write it as a script? But 
I watched a few years and I'm like, that's it, man. Because that's such a big part of the culture here, man. It really is. It's like, it's like ingrained in us. And, uh, like, I love Peter McDougall stuff too, like just another Saturday and just the boys. I've watched that the first time all the way through about a year ago on so YouTube. Good, I know it's hard to get. And my, it's murder. going through it, the acting was brilliant. And Amazing, that was a, th- was that a BBC it was a drama thing, thing. I play for today, it was called. And they had like a bunch of them. That was what Scum was on. And uh, the Furrum, I think, was one the of Scum them. Scum as well, aye. Aye, man, aye. That's another I good know, I love that. I know, it was amazing. Aye. Well, I wanted to maybe speak to you about this as well because I, obviously talking politics is a wee bit thing with some people, but I actually noticed that they're talking about bringing this new oh, law in. I know. It's you'll, be, you'll notice that they're going to stop figures, that, like bigoted figures and sectarian things, right? A guy like you, your films would be get like, I'm like, You'd have no chance, right? I know, it's interesting because I've talked to him about this. Right? It's weird. So my thing is like, you present that and you've got some stuff like close to the bone things and I'm like, that's what we need to see. Right? I know that definitely. Because most people look at that and go like, that there is hate. It's and a- I don't want any part of it, but uh, we need to see it. Because sometimes if you don't see stuff, it just be, it, it can happen again if you're 100%, like... 100%, that's it. You're, you're putting like a real thing, but it's not real because you're lucky that that's written, it's actors, the guys shaking hands and walking away, that's not a real thing, but this is the stuff we've got to show like what it can be like, what it was it. like. How can you punish people for fictional characters, you know what I mean? It's insane, it's like, but it's like the things need to be real, it's like, it's, um, it's just a scary territory, like, where do they draw that line? Who's the first person to go for? You know what I mean? Like, who is the first person to decide that's like make the example? I make example. You know what I mean? It's worrying. It's like it's, it's you, James, right? To be honest, probably good publicity. <laughs> I, I, I wish I could make something that would annoy people that much, but uh, it's interesting, man. That's real interesting. Like, where do you draw the line? Wait, I know there's just taking too much control and stopping people and doing. It. I think we are moving in better directions constantly as Aye, cultures and stuff. Definitely. And to do that, I just think you guys are insane. You're just sending this back the way. I, I think know. they're just trying to. Then, like, did they ban old? Did they ban American? Does American History X get banned? You know that? I mean, did they ban these classic films because they feature characters that don't have correct viewpoints? You know what I mean? It's yeah, and I, like that was the big movie that you watched. That that it's got a huge twist with the the boy that's doing all the folding the clothes and does Aye, his laundry stuff. Definitely. He's the man. It sorts it all out and changes his aspects and. Ah, you may be a mad Nazi fucker that looks and go, oh, I beat these black guys again, but you go through that whole thing. You don't come away thinking a wee bit differently than you didn't watch that movie. Maybe you know? exactly, no, I know 100%. And it. as you say, are we going to stop making these movies or go back and censor? Are we book burning? I know, you know what exactly. I mean? That's it. It's scary. It's a scary thing to think about, man. The more we see this stuff, is the less it happens. No, definitely. Even scum, like scum, has got some really politically incorrect stuff on it. Yeah, that's like, that heavy not, racist that stuff. really racist stuff, man. Like that would not happen like, in this world of. But it showed you what the Bostels are like, and a lot of the boys it. came through that. You and I was actually compromising. I mean, you can't be kind of like look for look at history with rainbow glasses. I mean, that's the way it was. I mean, it's like, it's horrible, but it's like to no show it. That was a generation of boys because Definitely. I was reading the guy that what's that TV show they were sat about fat and watching the telly? Oh, Google Box. Uh, no, no, no. The no. the old show. It was like a comedy show. Royal Family. Royal aye, Family, right? Aye, aye. See the old boy with the beard. Aye, Tomlinson. So you've got him. Aye. You've got Dorian Yates, who was the top bodybuilder back in the nineties or something, aye. right? The two of them were part of that because they both self-confessed that they were both BMP. Ah, yeah, I didn't realize that, right? Uh, disillusioned boys from tough working class backgrounds like aye. Dorian I think he's from Birmingham lost his dad when he was young I'm not too sure about the big guy but I'm sure he's just a mad lover puddling boy aye, from the aye. schemes aye, disillusioned aye. youth aye. and they both admitted that they went through it because that's what a lot of the 
thing we've done, but we've got to learn from that. And these guys have moved on and done good things with their lives. No, definitely. They don't hold that shit. Like Dorian no, Yates, like, he was in bodybuilding. Most of the guys were black anyway. And yeah, 100%. I know. They've moved on from that, but they've told the stories and you realise, because a lot of people, if you make it, that sacred thing people are going to try it man instead of going like look guys this was shit man we've moved no, on learn from our mistakes 100% that's exactly it and I thought of you and right, when it came out it was actually on Twitter or something I think Radio Clyde had tweeted and I'm like I'm like is this real why is nobody talking about this I know it's weird I know I don't know what the latest is on after a guy like you you'd have to look because I know, I mean, what I know. would you do no, man worrying, I know. But like, man, you'd I, have to roll down that you'd start writing the uh, James Price children books I know, and stuff that's it. Oh, man, that might be in the future man making money in that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I know it's interesting, but the weird thing is, man, if, if somebody reacted that much to a character in a short film, it would be a good thing, because short films, man, they don't get watched much. You know? they, are, they, are, they are one of these things, yeah. aren't they, strangely enough, and you'd it's think... Because you're almost making, with short films, you're almost making films for other filmmakers to watch, see, because it only plays, like, the festivals, and it's hard to get them in front of people, and it's, it's interesting, it's a, it's a strange art form. Well, I guess now, just with social, social media, like, Aye. Derek... Uh, put out your good pals with Cameron just put out and I watched that one and I'm like whoa I do a lot of editing like photography at the um, my computer so I've got the two monitors I love a wee thingy sometimes on and mm-hmm. podcast or a wee thingy and then I'm like oh, I'm not getting anything done just nice. went through a mad ride watching your stuff I appreciate that man. like Thanks, Concrete yeah. and Flowers the boy that was quite that would be that would be a band movie wouldn't it I know definitely I know I know actually it was showed on the BBC but they did cut a lot of the did they? The racism out. And, um, I, to be honest, that, that, that was an interesting one because I must admit when they cut it out, look, it didn't hurt the film at all, which made me really wonder if it was necessary. You know, the whole point is, like, I, it's, 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 I wanted the characters to really no trust this character, to dislike this character, and then empathise with him a bit at the end. That was the whole setup. you know what I mean? But, that's, um, what, that's definitely what I got. It was quite, hang me. Like I've obviously heard people shout shit over the years and stuff. I don't hear it as much now. No, because no, I'm obviously adult and you're thinking. But when I was young, I used to hear a lot of that. Oh, when I was young, stuff. it was terrible. Like, like Springburn's really, well, I'm from Springburn, and it's really nice and multicultural now. But growing up, man, it was like pretty. It was a different place. Well, when I like, moved, I moved here, 1989, right from Canada, right, and I moved to Claybank, stayed with my gran, and then we moved up to Fairfield Housing Scheme and stuff, and. I was the darkest guy in the scheme. There was nobody. <laughs> it was very white. The school. Aye. You had a few of the Asian shop owners and things, but you just now it's it's just totally changed. And it's, I used to hear a lot of that stuff move on. So I, when I watched that, I was like, "Wait, well, I thought I kind of did need it because you showed a boy that didn't give a fuck." No, I know that's. It. I know. I know. You know, with oh, definitely. The, I don't think man that that boy look he was he was wanting like he, he wanted to be self destruct. I definitely he was wanting he was wanting somebody to hit him because he, he couldn't hit himself. You know what I mean? That was the whole thing. Ah, just to feel the nah, pain and then the stuff then going through. And I'm like, that was another one. I was like, fuck man, I want to watch the next one. I know, I know. I'd love to. I'd love to revisit that character again. Like, Do you ever write any TV series or anything? Or I, man, I like a, I wrote like a, I wrote a TV pilot that was in the. It was in the Concrete Flowers world, but it was too close to something else that was happening at the BBC, and they, they kind of killed it. Right, okay. I've, I've, they gave me all the rights back, so which is kind of unusual. So um, I've still got all the rights back, and I'd like to do it. I think, I think the problem is it probably isn't a TV show, maybe a film, maybe a feature film. I should write it as. But um, I've written some TV stuff, man. Um, what else? What did I've got? I've got a thing right now. I've been writing that's. Um, 
the, the, the terrible elevator pitch would be this in Glasgow Breaking Bad that's kind of about a Glasgow granny who whose grandson dies and um, she finds out he was a drug dealer and she has to kind of she steps foot into that world to kind of learn more about him but um, I'd, I'd really love that to happen I don't know if it's got a chance but I've been writing it so that's good mate that. definitely and is it that's the one you're writing just now. I, I was actually I've written I've written the first episode. I've, I actually wrote three episodes, here, but I've like. Uh, I was gonna say so you when you write something because I always hear of pilots and, and I just I love reading up. So the like the start of a TV series, they change actors and they get it. So I'm thinking, do a lot of guys just write that pilot and then somebody's nothing can happen. That's the that's finishing that, line. I, they don't write after that. Or? So like I, I I just wrote too many episodes for myself just so I kind of knew where it was going. But I wrote this is for the. This is for quite a decent company in uh, Scotland, and um, so I wrote that one episode. But like, like that could be it. And I mean, they might decide that there's no, there's no room for something like that, and nothing, and it just dies there. And I mean, so it's quite funny you've got them saying that they're, they're the, the be on end all. They say this and do that. It'd be good if like, guys like you that did have access to crews and stuff, like because how many people watch stuff on YouTube now? Like I, I know, watch their the stuff in VMO, you know. Definitely, and, like I'm really. I've been since I started doing it. I've been tempted just to make a feature film with no money and just call on every favour I can and just try and do it. You know what I mean? But I'm still thinking about it. I still think about it quite a lot. Just hard in hours, eh, with the way everything is and everybody's locked up. I guess it's good for the writing point of view, but getting stuff made kind of no more than right now, I, it's definitely strange. I know it'd be really difficult to do that right now, man. It's um, and I've got a wee thing I'd like to make, but it all really depends on what these new rules are and what else comes out in the coming weeks what's um, your thoughts we I don't know everybody every, every time I'm feeling a wee bit positive like nah mate you still get years of this and I stuff. know I don't I'm like, I like to think maybe by this time next year it's all kind of completely died out but I don't know I don't know I'd, like, I'd, to be honest I didn't think it would last this long so it's kind of shocking nah me. not at all it was like the whole rundown I'm like because they do a lot of product photography so it was like I remember guys in it's like China's not making anything in our their lockdown. I'm like, what? I know. Ooh, I know. China's not making stuff. I said, that's where they make their scratch. Uh, like for them to do that. And it was just it was getting real. And then some guys are painting. I just get lost now because everybody there's conspiracy to everything. And I know some things are true and not. And I'm like, I don't even know now, so I just don't even pay attention. That's kinda of what I'm at, man. I'm I kinda give up. Like I just yeah, like it's just it's so stressful. It's just it's non stop. Mean people I like to shake the hand or you do the I elbows. I've been the doing foot. the elbow thing quite a lot. No. So and then we're going and you see people I walk by the shop, we took the dog a walk, me and the missus, and we walk by the corner shop next to us and next to the high school. Get, oh, it must have been about at least 50 to 100 school kids just all crammed waiting in a queue to get into the shop and I'm like and then you can't give your mum a hug or I know it's, it's stressful man it's strange it's such a weird time man no, definitely that was a scary thing like when I lost my, I lost my dad in April man he had a stroke and um, I couldn't get to see him man couldn't, they wouldn't let me go in the ambulance with him they wouldn't let me um, I'd like to you're phoning up every fucking hour trying to find out what's happening they're kind of giving you vague terms like how he's comfortable and like, what does that mean I need to see him that was my dad and uh, you end up like you end up fucking getting FaceTime you're FaceTiming with somebody that's unconscious you want to grab him don't you that's horrible man it's horrific as well like I can't like that's I've seen there's a girl who's held a peaceful protest because she her sister's in ICU right now and she can't get to see her and it's like I've, I've never experienced like I'm still dealing with that pain man like it's still yeah. messing me up like it's um but just the, the, just the horrificness of just knowing that he was in there that week with nobody to really speak for him. It's just really grim, man. And um, 
I just I don't know. I just don't know what the answer is. It's just really scary. I don't know. You would talk. It's like the Twilight Zone in a way. It's, it's like I've genuinely. I feel like like I loved my dad and. Uh, I got that. I even uh, like I says read the article and I'm like that's beautiful. But the the first movie and I'm like, you said like the semi autobiographical and I'm like wow it's just that thing is dad like taking care of the old boy and is like, I, I need know, to go. I definitely, that's, 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 it's interesting. Um, I can really get like obviously the film and real life are different things. Know what I mean? But uh, like my dad wasn't much a drinker. I think people always assume he's an alcoholic because the boys like it was just one night. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't that's probably why it was like. That, I know. You know that's, I mean? that's probably why he didn't drink much. No, I know. I know. But uh, I he loved boys night, man. He really did love boys night. We actually had in Edinburgh last year in the premiere and all that. It was a you good... should get did Cameron study your dad for he months. He didn't. <laughs> I, I, I thought about it and then I thought because it's a short film, we don't have much time. Was like, I know Cameron's going to nail it anyway. But I was thinking, I wonder if I should get into the room with each other. Just I, go, I just go get wrecked. My dad was murdered though, man. My dad was fucking he, like he had to have like a perfect sunbed and perfect haircut and all that <laughs> meet anybody, so he wouldn't uh... But me and my dad we binge watched all Cameron stuff one morning. We binge watched uh what happened to Monday. Uh for Dark Knight Rises, uh Emmerdale we ended up watching Not Good Bird Out in Emmerdale, <laughs> you know, last year. <laughs> and all that. So we had like a whole day just like studying them and just when you were buzzing about it, man, when Cameron jumped on board, I was actually really excited. I know, he's been in some big fights. I says, even being in that, you know, Christopher Nolan movie, Batman, I says, he doesn't last long, he gets wiped out pretty I know, quick, but neck broke just even to be part of that, like, oh, you must love that, like, oh, movie guy, like we're talking about this stuff, but I'd love to see these big productions as well. I know, right? 100%. No, look, man, I, that's, I'm, like, I've no, I've no big aspirations to hit America or even hit London. I just kind of want to be the, I want to be the Glasgow guy, I kind of want to be the Peter Mullen type. I got that vibe and that, no, I mean, from like me it. as well. Like, I'm, I'm a homeboy as well. Like, I don't like being away from my family and you're going down to these places to do jobs and that. And I'm like, I just want back home. Aye, there's something really lonely about London, man. That's when I go in, I go in a BBC thing called the BBC Writers Programme and the BBC Drama Room. And they would they'd pay for my train ticket down and get me a hotel. It was amazing that way. It was really cool. But it's really lonely. London's just really lonely, I think, man. I don't know. It feels like everybody's there for somewhere else. They're all doing different things. I don't know. I just don't like it, man. I'm, I'm excited to go down there and I get down there and I'm like, oh, fuck, I want to be back It's the thought. I know. I'm away to London for a job here and writing and then you're away and you're just like, I just want back. Aye, I don't know what it is. I'm definitely a homebody too, man. That's strange. I knew that. Like, I'd done a wedding for a couple uh, in New York and that was like kind of the pinnacle of what I wanted to aim. I wanted to do destination stuff and get out there. Never been in New York before. Right. Movie guys, all the great movies. Then I wanted to visit Brooklyn. Ah, I liked hip hop. I wanted to go see. And uh, a couple of photographer friends that I was lucky. I met up with them just the whole thing. But see, like I think it was the second day, and I just my stomach went, and I'm like, I just want to be back with my kids. I and I get dead emotional, that. and I'm like, I don't. Definitely. I think I'd be okay if I had them with me. Aye. That's and it'd be it. cool the adventure, but I just like being back. I like walking around with my dog and bumping into people that I know and fellow dog walkers just talking, shooting the shit. And you don't get that. No, no, you in these places, I, you, even in London, you don't get it. It's like a very Glasgow thing, man. Just chatting to strangers and stuff. You don't get it anywhere else. It was the bus stops when I first moved here. Like we're getting the bus everywhere, and it was just all these, matters, especially old women, just talking to you. And I'm like, <laughs> she's just. It was the just. I can't even think how to describe it we just know the truth like there was no I pretension just nothing yeah, just, I, just uh, I know that's it they I talk know. to you as if they knew you and stuff and I'm like what the fuck no man? definitely I know that's it that's and I think you just get that way you feel comfortable and like Peter Mullen what a career he's had man he's oh, done amazing legends, man. stuff like orphans 100% like I remember I remember my mom and dad getting orphans in video when I was about 8 or 9 and uh, I wasn't allowed to watch a bit where uh, <laughs> Frank Gallagher gets 
ejaculated on. That was the only bit I wasn't allowed to see. That's always the sexual shit. That's all. That's weird. That I can watch him kill somebody, but I can't. I talk about that dropping a load. I talk about that quite a lot. I wasn't allowed to like. I wasn't allowed to watch like boobs in Robocop. I was allowed to see horns get shot. My boys are still quite young, so when they see a pair of boobies, man, you know what I mean. And then somebody's getting shot up, man. They don't even blink an eyelid. I know it's strange. I've got heavy. I've got a mad vivid memory of my mom and dad turning to American world from London during the sex scene but he turned it back too soon man <laughs> it blew my wee mind as I'm fucking out do that Van Morrison song playing <laughs> oh what a movie yeah. see the transformation as well we were oh, talking great. about effects yeah, and how amazing. the old stuff was it's good just, oh, it's just a different world man I know. the pain oh that's it they had because I think they were talking about they never obviously they'd done it before it was like and they've changed but he says like you think your bones are stretching your no, cartilage they're ripping you apart he says it's going to be sore so that was the first time they'd done it that they were showing physical pain yeah, 100%, and I remember like that was a movie that my older brother had watched and him and his pal were into the kind of these movies and I hadn't seen that until I was a lot older so I'm, I'm always doing catch up I do a lot yeah. of bookmarking on uh, IMDB what have you got on your list what have you got oh tons up? I just I can't even think just yeah. I like documentaries right aye, aye. Um, oh, fuck, I'd have to go through it but it's just know. mad random flicks and I, I like if somebody says something and they're held it, I put it on and I look for something guy like a guy like you about I put that on. I always tell people to watch Scarecrow with Gene Hackman. Oh, film, man. I saw it's a depressing film, though, man. It really is, That's right? Really and two film, two heavyweight man. actors that Amazing. nobody really knows of. No, I know. I know. But the acting's brilliant at Gene Hackman oh, for so me. Good. Aye. I, I, I grew up at a time that I'm seeing the cheesy stuff. Nice. As you go back in his early career and you've seen the movies, let's say French Connection Amazing. and Scarecrow, and you're Aye. just like, what an act. I was actually sad because I was reading up, I always go back in Wiki Aye. and read. Anyway, he retired like in. 2010 or something I actually went oh shit I've never seen that? a new movie yeah, I've not seen him in a while man nah, he's, I was just retired man you just get guys Nicholson seems to have stepped in I named my son my middle boy after Jack Nicholson because oh, it was my first boy and I'm like who would they call him man this is Brian's a shit name <laughs> you know right <laughs> I'm like who's the coolest guy I can think of I'm like Jack Nicholson yeah, my dad man. had Jack Nicholson vibes man big mad smile and all that I think I always had a love for Jack Nicholson because of that what's your favourite Jack Nicholson film man <sighs> I, I there's know, not really that many bad there's ones. No, at all, I know. To be fair, even I, the bad ones are interesting. Even his new ones. What was that? As good as uh, uh, he plays the old mean guy. As good as it gets. Good as it gets. We watched that, and it was my brother's like, just watch it. He says it's cheesy, but he says it's just that Jack Nicholson oh, thing. Nah, Chinatown's amazing. Chinatown's so good. Uh, yeah. I think he's brilliant. And Easy Rider. Ah, I love Easy Rider. Man. I think that was one of his first ah, kind first, of big ones. First big ones. First real film. Um, God, man, that's one of the ones. Just never, even Batman when I was a wee guy, we seen that. Oh, amazing, man. Just doing that, man. Like, I did. That's probably the first thing I've probably properly watched, man. When I, I think he made like 60 million or something. He was one of the first ones that w- got a big, big uh, yeah. The comic book kind of door. I think he'd get part of the gate receipts or something ah, right. to get him in. And I, I just don't think it just the magnetism like you've got. You can't. The, the, I like Christian Bale. Oh, amazing man what did I, I watch I watched The Fighter last night again actually just a how good is he in that amazing in that I think he smoked crack is we bald spot and everything man I know, I'm telling you I think he went away and smoked crack he would have I would have done it but I'm telling you and just the way he looks like you don't it's a hard thing to replicate that it's like just his whole way his body moved and all that it just really felt real man it just, yeah. I, it just and you see the guy it kind of doesn't look like him in the face but all the mannerisms oh, and everything people, aye, definitely, aye. I love that that was really because Mark Wahlberg kind of makes some good movies as well I don't think he's a great actor but he just brings a kind of coolness I've got about a lot of it. Love, I like Mark did you ever see the one Mark Wahlberg's recently an old one he did Fear and he's no. the ex-boyfriend it's uh, it's really good man it's like a wee 90s thriller but I love it man it's uh, William Peterson for 
Manhunt on CSI is like the dad. I think it's Reese Witherspoon, Mark Wahlberg. But it's worth a watch, man. It's a good classic. Ah, that's what I like. Just these ones, you just, just take imagine, in a wee journey. And that's the thing, like, it's different now with Netflix. Now you're kind of scrolling past it. But there's a wee buzz about when you used to go to the video show and you get that film. And, oh, we talked I mean? about that. You, you, you go in, me and my wife, it was always a movie, so... And, well, we're a bit older, so it was Global Video and then Blockbuster, right? So, we d- I didn't even, I think it's like my mum and my dad, we never really bought sweets at the place you're supposed to. We always no. went to the supermarket oh, or whatever, they hang me to buy the cheap <laughs> stuff. Stick <laughs> like that in, right? Uh, so we didn't buy that, but it was the movies. It was always like, do we get the five for the week or do we get the two for new ones? Aye. And again, I'm like, if I get horror, I need to get a comedy to balance it, it and all that. I know, I know. But, uh, got that vibe with the start turning the DVDs I remember my, my neighbour says you got to watch this movie it's called City of God oh, great. you know the one in the favelas in Brazil, in Brazil. Uh, and I was like so that way I watched it and I was like wasn't and I'm like I need to rip this I need to get a copy of this and I got it and I wanted everybody to watch it I know I know. we've seen Chopper and the GFT Giant man I one of the best films I've ever made Chopper I love Chopper so much like Eric Banner's never been that good again man like that was a masterful he has he's just you hit that one early in your career and you'll never just say you'll never do better I know that's the biggest fear and I know it's so scary it? it was like Martin O'Neill when uh, David Marshall played Barcelona <laughs> he had the clean sheet say like one he says that boy that's his career I know he'll never so do true. any better I know I know that's so true and that movie it says that he done the whole Robert De Niro he made it famous like oh, The Waking I know I know because yeah. you see him, he's massive and stuff, and I'm like, he's actually quite a svelte guy. Ah, he's a, he was a stand-up comedian in that. That's ah, sure. interesting. That can make sense. Ah, that's interesting. Because just pure brilliant Energy, acting. The part yeah. was brilliant. My pal, look at me, mate. His old boy, know, one right it. in the skull. You know <laughs> I what know, I mean? I know. But oh, gritty, probably. good movie. I can see you writing something. Like that. I love, I love Chopper Man. Look, uh, I love the way that film. The way that film's made. There's violence in that film that I've never seen done as well as that. Like the way. Blood comes out of stab wounds. That's really fucking like looks really real compared to other films. Like, I think the Aussie we don't give the Australians as much. Oh, they've got a great. We we yeah, talked about Guy Pearce and stuff. Yeah, like, these guys all come from neighbours. That other tons of them come. Russell Crowe because I actually watched American Gangster the other day and I'm like, fuck, that was a great movie. I've well, man. I like that man. I like that. I've seen that in a while, man. I do enjoy that. And they, I think that they we watched a mad crazy kind of shark my missus loves a shark so we watched this kind of bad b movie shark thing and it turned out it was australian and i'm like the kids loved it just a mad random is it a man that's trapped in the water aye that's actually a good film man aye, aye, the, the, the fox the fox i'm saying the shark's going True through story, and they're up on aye, the that's terrifying man and it's actually got the actor for the underbelly in it the guy that played the name? dark haired boy aye it was him a kind of is he I might not be chubby in that what's his name no he's quite a kind of good one guy he's got dark he, was in, he played in America. You know, he was a plastic surgeon in a TV series that was kind of black comedy in America. Because I had a look, because I'm like, how do I know his face? Nip My top? wife watches oh. a lot of TV shows, and she usually knows. And we, we had to look that one up. Terrible nerve to watch movies going on Wikipedia. I know, it's so on there, doing it. I know, it's Got to thing. put it down, put it to I the know, side, and no look at it. I know, it's murder. I know. You find it anything. But I've just... I, 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 this, when you look back and you find all the different stuff we went back and watched all the Wes Craven stuff and like he made The Last House on the Left right Aye. where the baddie is called Krug so I take it that here's where you get the name Kruger I didn't think about it you're for right. Aye, Friday 13th right. that right. guy wrote Elvis songs that guy played Krug 
Ah, I was looking yeah. up that guy again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's a hound dog. Eat it all up. I know it's amazing. Though. So he done that and see about the rape scene. And he's kind of slabbing on That's her and I'm like, geez, oh. So that went big. Aye. And they went to Wes Craven. They says, "Here's your dog. Go make an off flick." And he's like, "That was the only idea I had." So mm. he says, "I went to the the library. You can look at old newspapers and stuff." And he says, "I came across a Scottish legend of Sonny Bean. These cannibals that lived oh, up in the house. Eyes. The house of eyes is based That's on right. Scottish." Aye. That's math and stuff and I'm like he just that. took that I didn't realise I was point. connected to that that's real interesting uh. and then just going through and reading up on the, the producers because even um, Guy Ritchie were talking about the guy that done that with him Vaughn or something he done Layer Cake I'm and I think Vaughan, that I, that was I, a dead realistic contemporary gangster you know, movie and what I love about Layer Cake man Layer Cake I think is just done in, in terms of a lot of British films don't look like American films like that kind of wee gloss. Layer Kick had that. Like it looked like a. But still being like a British European movie. Really, that's the thing. Yeah. The thing we talked about the Euro movie. I says that a bit geek speak, like the way you'd shot it, and I'm like the dark, but sharp and like seeing you've got that. Do you have guys doing the lighting quite? Because I know you watch it's like low budget or it's quick. Well, definitely. I did have. A, I don't know if I had a lighting guy on chipped. We might have did someday because it's heavy something. cameras you're using. Oh, at definitely. That point that I, can I, definitely. Do that quality in the oh, dark 100%. and stuff. On some of the low budget stuff I did, the thing we've got is quite handy. We've usually, we've usually got one set of lights, but we've usually got the wee fucking handheld things. Just like a net bar. And you get, it works really well, man. You yeah, can, they do. Uh, I've got some over there. I uh, definitely, it's really handy, man. Like, it just, it's amazing what you can pull off when you, sometimes when you do, you've no go, everything, you, you get more inventive, you know, I think, and you can come up with stuff on the fly that works. Ah, uh, it says well. if, if you've got an idea going into something that can always grow legs but you just got to start doing it. That's exactly it. No, definitely. You might fuck up and go like, we'll change that for next time or just, it was actually a friend of mine who says, just have a couple of ideas and he says, start doing it. That's when you start going through that flow and you'll see stuff and things will feel right. He says, but just going at least with one so you're not done up going, hey, what do we do sort no, of definitely. thing? That's it, I know. Oh, that's I know. amazing, mate. It says uh, you definitely seem well schooled in movies, eh? Because I'm not saying you're like that love, one, love, this man, one. I'm obsessed with that's my whole life, mate. Honestly, it's like uh, I've wasted a lot of time on just watching films. I don't think you're wasting time. No, that's time. the thing. I've, I've managed to turn it into a, a positive. And not many people can do that. No, I know, it's true. I know. No, I know. I appreciate that, man. That's and over the years, like, I've just, pure movie, I just, I've always loved it. Um, revisiting stuff. My brother's the same. He'll just when the guys give you a beer. I remember a guy that I know it says, Dust or Dawn, you never seen it, just watch it, you'll like it. Oh, so and I like when somebody's so sure that I watch it and I'm like, that was banging. Oh, amazing, man. So good. I know. And I just, we're going through that awkward stage of just watching these comic book movies going to pictures. Even though going to the movies is pissing me off. I know. But I, I heard know. it's open back up. Uh, it's opening. open now. It's opened. I went to see that Tenet. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm 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 it's all right. It's no bad. I don't know. It's no my favorite. I've heard people that it's really hard to understand or something. It is, man. It's just, I, like, um, I, I've got a pal I loved it I just I don't know it just didn't grab me the same way as but even you never feel like sometimes people can tell you maybe to I like sometimes people talk about don't talk too much because I want to just I like the stuff that it was just my neighbours that city of God was just watch this you'll love Aye. it sometimes my mood taking effect I think, Aye, absolutely. I think I was in a bad mood maybe when I watched it and I just didn't completely go along for the ride either I mean so I don't know but that's another big one how are you Aye. feeling at Aye, the time definitely it can affect you how you take a film but I, I need to watch it again but I must admit I did did you went to the movies, was... where do you go? I actually went to near here, I went to the Odeon, I went to Breed to see that. Um, I used to go, when I was growing up, I went to see Mace Things in the Forge, Parkhead. Parkhead Forge. Remember I went to see Departed in there with my dad when I was about 16. That was my first Scorsese film in the pictures. I loved that. Oh, you're a younger man, forgetting, man. 
Uh, I feel older, but I've got old, so <laughs> my body's dying. <laughs> I, I used to go to the Odin in Glasgow. It was a big one to go up I there. I remember that, man. And I used to, you used could to hear the underground there. going ah, by. Ah, that's right. I remember that. I, I was young, man. I remember going to see that. I remember that picture. Sorry. I used to see Home Alone 3 in there. Home Alone. Oh, that was man. another good one watching back. And I'm like, that's, that was brilliant. And he's another, like, uh, Macaulay Culkin. He's came through with his mad life. And he's doing a podcast. He was in Joe Rogan's. And... Very intelligent, funny boy, man. Well, definitely. It must be such a strange thing, putting that level of fame at that age. It must be weird. You like, know what I, mean? I know, because his dad was like in the movies, and Aye. I think he's got like six, seven kids or something. And Aye. like, Kit, he was in what would we watch the other day? Signs. That's right. Aye, uh, he, he, one. He's one of the kids Aye, in that. That's right. One of them's in that thing with Brian Cox, the succession, you know. Maybe we'll glory. We've seen it. It's, uh, it's a series. It's no bad. It's really good. Really good TV series. I don't watch many TV series. I'm saying like Breaking now, Bad. Watch went through that. Sopranos for me started the Aye. full movement. No, definitely. TV shows can match movies. Aye. I've actually got an exclusive I could give you something interesting. Man, yeah, come on, Aye. go. Uh, I so Michael Imperioli for the Sopranos. I reached out to him because I really like his band. He's got a great band called Zopa. They do really really cool music and. Uh, I was like, let me make you a music video, man. And at first he was like, I don't have any money to give you for a music video. I can't let you date and all that. But I sent him all my stuff. He loved Boys Night. He called me a big talent. He's going to let me do a music video for him, man. Shut up. I swear to God. You serious? <laughs> Mental, eh? So I mean, I'm getting a band back together. We're going to make something pretty interesting. Have you got the ideas going forward? I've got forward an idea, definitely. I've got an idea. For I don't know how he done the music because they've got a podcast, him and really the cool sound, Mike man. Shipper. Aye, that's definitely so good. Aye, definitely. I'm addicted to that. I can't stop listening to it. It's so good. That's amazing, man. That's mental, I know. So it's like going to be... It's, it's like That's when be, you kind of think, are we living in the Matrix? You know 100%, what I mean? How the fuck am I doing this with the guys I, in The Sopranos? This year. He was, he was one of the coolest guys definitely. in that show, man. I, know, I feel like I woke up in like a parallel dimension. I mean, like my dad's dead. Everybody's wearing masks. The whole world's shut Twilight Zone. And I'm You're going to wake up? Michael Imperioli. You know, <laughs> my DM trip. I know, that's what I was on DMT trip. I know. And I think about my Michael Imperioli... Uh, Fucking sounder than me, Scottish celebrities have to do <laughs> like a lovely it's guy. Just people in it. That's ah, it. That's just... it man. Like just such a lovely, nice, generous guy. You know what I mean? Because you could have just said like, "No, fuck off, I'm not interested." But he, he saw something in Boys Night, man. like Boys Night, and, uh, and some of the other shots and fucking eyes. Ah, he's up for letting me do it, which is mental. Well, mate, you've got that behind you because you could be an A guy like just made in the podcast, but you're throwing the movies. That's what I'm saying. It looked high quality, man. I'd like to like. What was your first like? One you done that get filmed in that? Well, the very, very first one of me and two pals from Springburn, we had uh, my pal Dave Murray, my pal Mark Dodd, we had two iPhone 4s and an iPod Touch. And we went up to the Highlands. And actually, funnily enough, man, we made this short film, and the short film is just a total rip-off of the Pine Barrens episode of The Sopranos. But we need dialogue, because I didn't know how to record sound. <laughs> so I made this wee terrible short film, and I vote's awful, and it's really bad. Um, I just got a buzz for it then when I did that. I just got like hunger for it. And that thing, even though it wasn't great, when I sent it to people to get into things, I think it showed that oh, he's willing to, at least he's trying. So I go to Wait, some training stuff. That, that is the big thing. That's I definitely You think you can get everything perfect, but you, I'm like, you just got to start. You got to do it. That's for this podcast. That's, that's where I, I fucked a couple def up. No, definitely. That's it. Look, oh, man, that was a prime example of fucking things up. Like, that just didn't work. Like, it was a. Uh, I, I didn't know how to edit it. I made it on Windows Movie Maker. Like, I was just. It movie was, Maker, I know. man. That was hilarious. But. You've still got it, I take it. I've still got it, man. Oh, it's, we're putting that out, man. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's bad. But uh, but to be honest, man, one night, if I, if I 
ever got a feature made or something, I would show that. Like, I would show all my shots and then that just to show the progression. Of, yeah, that's a lot of guys. Yeah, I definitely. think, like, Steven Spielberg used to go out and film stuff, like, at a very young age. Because most guys, you think, they go to college and they do stuff. It's I the guys so. that do it young and... I know, some, that's the thing. I think sometimes you just need to do it. I mean, like, I'm not the most technical-minded person, but I think... Um, I just want to go and do it. You learn more than you will sitting in a classroom sometimes, you know what I mean? It's... I think, I don't know, I think you can, you know, feed stuff and make it grow, but I think, like, when it comes to creativity and good taste or what's considered good taste is something that people have just got a, a real, it's in you sort of thing. Definitely. And it can get brought out. Aye. And you're a guy, like, from Springburn that's making movies. Like, that's probably quite unusual. It's more you'd think guys that had access to cameras and stuff, but you're just doing it with the bare bones stuff. A guy, like, often with me, is, like, even with shooting, I like, I like gear. I know he's good with it, you know, but no, I like the mean. toys. So if you've got a guy that comes up with these really good ideas, like, even though I've, I've done photo shoots, so I've been the guy that's given the creative stuff, but you see how that you can come out with something creative and you see guys fly with it. Because they maybe can't come up with a spark. Aye. Aye. But then they, they see what you're doing and they fuck, that was great, we'll go. So that's how I like working in teams. Like a guy that's good at... That's the thing, I've been really lucky, man. Like, everything I've worked on, I've always managed to get a really good DOP. Who's just elevated everything? I mean, we're making it look good. I mean, that's, I mean, they just make it look great. And they did make sound, sooner looking at sound. Them. I mean, look, they don't get enough credit. Like, like that's the most important thing with short films. If it sounds good, looks alright, man, you 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 can post half stuff. I mean, if you've got something. I heard that there's like this says making videos. This says you can get away with bad quality picture, but the ah, sound well, if it's so bad, it's people so turn it off. It's so true. I definitely. It's what so do you think true. they used in American History X when they stamped on that boy's I face? I know, I know, I know. I actually heard something interesting about that man. I've watched a documentary about the director of that because I think he, he got sacked for the film and all that, and felt like Edward Norton. He's quite a hardcore actor as well, isn't oh, he? Oh, definitely. Yeah, he's intense, man. But that whole film was going to play out, but you didn't see that bit where he does that. And the whole film was going to play out, and then they're going to show that scene at the end. So you're going to go along this journey with this guy going through the prison system, getting out, getting reformed. And then at the end, just when you're kind of starting to like him, they're going to show you what he did. Just shows you how the editing and all that. I know, it's, change it, changes, it changes the whole film, a whole different film. It's a, a, arguably, I think that might have been a more interesting film. I mean, like. A, it's quite a fucked up thing to do an audience. I mean, like, make, kind of make you like this guy then show you what he did at the end just to make you... I wonder think, because that that part, like when everybody's first start coming out, that's the bit that everybody talks oh, about, definitely. obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was intense. Aye, 100%. It was like a brutal... One of the most brutal things you can imagine. I, even to, I actually thought that a couple of weeks ago, just that, literally that, because you're just walking, I'm walking with a dog again and I look at the cubs and stuff. And, and that's the power of cinema. And things and just, I, to, I know, how would that it's feel? The teeth, teeth, man. I know, it's, oh, it's horrible. I know. It's just a mate, uh, great flick, man. Edward Fulham, he kind of fell away. He never really made ah, many moves away. after that. No, I know. What was it? Pet Cemetery too. I remember he was in that. I know. But I know. I feel sorry for somebody. You do it. They eat some up and spit some out. Now often, I go, what happened to these people? No, definitely. I know. That's how even to be Kyle for Boys Night, the Young Boy and Boys Night. Like, um, I'm excited for him to get grow a bit older because I think he's just going to. As as but if he sticks with it, it, might not. You know what I mean? And no, I know on. that. I know that. So just need to make sure he kind of keeps at it, man. Because I think he's thought the boy uh, dropping off Michael Aye. as well. That he was really good. He oh, definitely, part man. Well, he you know? comes for like family actors. I mean, so he's got a. All right, okay. He's, he's got a bow into him. So who's the the older guy that played his? That's his uncle. That's his Aye, actual uncle. That's right. That's oh, you did see that. And then Sorry. the ma's his actual ma. That's her. She's actually the woman in orphans. The in the pub in the basement. Wow, the basement of the pub, Because nah. even just, uh, I, I like the whole thing the way that played out as well. Nah, and just the end, that, I'm like, wow, that's cool, man. No, that's why I could see, and I'm like, I like. But for me, it's probably like 
we've that older and he's like now the guy, you know. And do you know if it's weird? I think he probably will grow to look a lot like the uncle because when I look at the uncle when he was younger. He's looked a lot like that boy, so I think that's the he went up becoming like that. I think eventually. I don't. Know, I just the, the, the uncle just seemed like a, he like a proper actor. You know what I mean? Some I people definitely. Seen I know, like, I know. They could play this, but he seemed like a a guy that can do all that, man. And and then I seen a, I know it was like a short that he was in the cinema. And it's that guy. That was me that made that. Aye, that was uh, the trailer for the Glenshaw Film Festival. Nice one. Aye, I did that for him, man. Aye, that was a laugh. Ah, he's cool, man. Ah, he's a good guy, really good guy. He's actually, I always kept in touch with me. I mean, because like, after I was with Michael, there was like a year or two where it was like nothing really happened. I mean, I thought, normally for called BAFTAs, I thought that was going to be it. I thought it was going to get, I thought it was going to be an Illuminati. Yeah. I thought I was so <laughs> excited. <laughs> and then uh, I just, everything went quiet. And I thought, fuck, I need to keep making stuff. Cause yeah, you need to do, do stuff, it. Yeah. It has to be me. I had to lead. So that's what made shift. And, um, I think Chip led to Boys Night, so it's interesting. But um, he was one of the guys that always kind of stuck by me, always really supportive. Oh, him and the Cameron talked highly of you as well, you know. What I mean? Oh, Cameron's well, man. Cameron's been a legend, man. Like, because um, that's why I just reached out, and I'm glad you get in touch. Because I, I do send stuff, you don't hear stuff. Some people busy, and I'm like dynamite, man. I know Cameron's a hero, man. I, Cameron was just a. He just went. He went above and beyond. I mean, some days we were shooting till like three in the morning. They never once moaned. Never got. I never once got upset about it, man. Just a total professional and just he was he put the film before everything you know what i mean he gave us everything he needed been doing to get. a long time because he'd he get like the scholarship when he was quite young in that so Aye. he's always been doing it so a guy that i would say he was just brilliant man he's got that something in him man you know no, what i mean it's definitely man i know my, my whole dream is to eventually get a feature made with cameron and everybody and i mean to get everybody on board it's uh he says he's working in the new guy richie one as well i know it looks exciting man i'm excited to see That's what that real is cool, Aye, very cool man i very very cool i don't know because he had a a picture with Danny Trejo as well. Ah, I love Danny Trejo. I know, man. He's, he's such a legend. I know. Man. I was reading, like, again, going through his, he was like a, a prison boxing champion or that for, uh, for ages, man. Nuts. How hardcore. Do you know of a... Um, we're talking about Quentin Tarantino, but... Eddie Bunker? Nah, I knew you were going to say that. Uh, straight Time, is he Straight Time? I've never seen it with no, Dustin Hoffman. Straight Time, man. I, it's so one good. of the movies that I had for years ago and it was harder to get movies, if you ah, know what I mean. There's no excuse now because I could get it. No, I know, I know. But I've just, I've, I forget. Yeah, it's, but... a, it's hard for me to find, man. Like, I don't even know if it's on DVDs. I'm mad. I found it. I was on YouTube for a while. That's how I found it. Um, but yeah, Eddie Bunker, man, what a legend. His writing oh, is fucking phenomenal. It's his life and oh, everything. Beautiful, If man. you think, like, you talked about that you thought you made it Illuminati. He was in the Hollywood. He had that... Uh, I know. Mrs. Aye. Wallace taking care of him Aye. and doing all that stuff and then just going to the crime and his crazy life. And the fact it, that what he used to do is nuts. He would basically... Like, get a jewellery store job like stake it out where the guard's going to be and he would sell that job to other criminals today he for me right it just shows you like for whatever you want to say is like his circumstances don't reflect his brain you know and no definitely not you could put him in anything and he'd find a way to make it ingenious his lifestyle just when you even his writing style it seems like dead timeless and I'll be honest like I think Quentin Tarantino but to be fair, I put him in, and I've got no Aye. problem. See if you copy somebody because, like, he's so good. You know, I've seen oh, James's movie. I want to make it. You should be a camera. You should be brought. He should say, "This is the guy that I got it from." I right? definitely because we talked about hip hop. You've got a guy like DJ Cool Herc, who's Aye. one of the pioneers. He's skint, and he's a wee bit better from and it. Everybody's biting. But why is why is guys thing. not just saying like? Cameo, just just yeah, mate. I know, I know. Not so because I think that copying people like sometimes like. I caught with people, but then people copy me, and this is especially when people reach out and they say, Aye. "I've done this because of you. I've seen this," 
And with Eddie Bunker, like Quentin Tarantino made him Mr. Blue. Aye. And that book, Mr. Blue, is just spectacular. And No, aye, Beast, no Beast So Fierce so and stuff. Aye, man, amazing. So cool. And you read it, and I think that Quentin Tarantino, he's the best real-life crime writer. Oh, definitely. Aye. Just so raw and authentic, man. I'd aye. love to done it. You know, that's... A question you got, who'd you love to podcast? I think Eddie Bunker would, oh, be, would amazing. have been up there. That's the thing to me, I just feel like, why was nobody, they did a really great thing on the special features, you see that, and the Reservoir Dogs DVD. No, I've never seen that. Oh, you'll love it, man. It's just him driving about LA, pointing Talking to places. Because he's a very LA guy, wasn't oh, he? so cool, man. But um, why is nobody interviewing him all the time? I mean, the stories I think got... that I think that these guys are pioneers. Oh, definitely. So people, it's not like well, in the public psyche. Too first, either the first. They're too quick. You know, sometimes you're like, nah. fucking man, I'm not wearing fucking my jeans that tight, man. You're nah, wearing no. a look back. Nah, I no. used to wear baggy jeans. No, nah, no, I know it's weird. I know. I, um, you know, like Charles Bukowski as well. Oh, I, man, I love. I think he never get. Published till he's like 50 or something. I know, I know. I've got a cracking book. It's just all his letters with him and publishers going back and forth. It's fucking... Aye, begging and they're just... Aye, it's heartbreak. Uh, Ham and Rye, you know what I mean? It's just... Amazing, I was man. I was actually... And I'm not a speed reader again, and aye. I belted it in like a day and a half, right? Aye. And my wife's like, what are you laughing at? <laughs> I was like, bust it laughing at a bit as wee pal takes off his, uh, I think his prosthetic leg or his arm and whacks the other boy. And I just... <laughs> but yeah. I just... His writing, the two of them actually, two LA guys. Aye, definitely. Aye. I've got so much influence in the stuff that we up, like Quinta, all that uh, crime. And it was, I'm glad that he kind of brought him in because he was another guy that just didn't get the props he deserved and had to do stuff that. No, hundred percent. A lot of guys make their money from. No, definitely. My two heroes. I'm glad you knew him. I was saying that. Give respect to would be Peter Mullen, Peter McDougall as well, man. I've I've had an opportunity to meet Peter McDougall once. My pal was in the pub with him, Lauren Moore. And they say to me, come down and meet him. There are a lot of the guys that call a lot of writers I and directors and actors I, going there. I think actually the wee boy's dad who dropped off Michael, I think he's a, he's, he's a big part of River City and that, but I think he's... Um, Holds up the bar oh, in there. Always doing plays and stuff in there and stuff. Uh, ah, it's quite a cool place, isn't it? Ah, definitely. But I didn't go, man. I just I didn't have a skint that morning. I just didn't ah. feel right. I know, and I should have went, man. But um, uh, he's a big hero, man. Peter McDougall, Peter Mullen... Like, I've wasn't afford to see their films. I probably wouldn't have the guts to try and make it in Glasgow. I mean, it wouldn't have felt it was something that people No, you do. need to, the guy that... I hear it, because I say all biographies, watching these guys, like, heard you in the stuff that says, this guy was the same as me, Aye. and he done it. Oh, definitely, 100%. You can look at the guy, he's get everything perfect, he does stuff, he's from one LA. Of the, genuinely, one of the big things that was, like, such a eye-opening thing for me was the Orphans DVD had a commentary with Peter Morn on it, and there's a bit where he's talking about I've not got a fucking clue about lenses, no, and I just say to the he's a big fucking lens and the wee fucking lens. <laughs> and I was like, I like, genuinely hearing that at like what, 11 or 12, whatever it was, man, I was like, I, did, I thought you had to know all that. And I mean, so it was like, oh, this case right here just doing it for the love of it. And I mean, like, you can, everything else, that's somebody else's job to exactly. know all that. And I mean, so it's the, uh, that was a big eye opener, man. Like, if you watch all my stuff, man, every one of them, you can see elements of orphans in it. Every one, chips, concrete floors, it's all. Very, I think we probably got similar kind of backgrounds. That means that probably forces it well. But every one of them is like a love letter to orphans. I'd say, man. His um, his brother used to. I used to work in the casino up in Glasgow, Aye. and his brother used to come in. Lenny, no. Uh, God, what was his name? Now? I forget. I he's probably got a few brothers. He looked like uh, Freddie Boswell. He had the mad <laughs> shock of grey hair, usually unshaven. Up and down it. I don't know if he was a drinker, he quit, however. But he would be in. He was skint. And he used to just sit in, and if you'd seen him, he looked like a, like a mad tramp off the street or something, right? And we used to start talking about, like, just talking to people and that, and he used to sit there and 
start small chat and then to get in that we would talk about Scottish history, he'd come in movies and the staff were a wee bit shitty with him because, no the staff like imagine because he wasn't punting, yeah, he'd just yeah. come in and maybe punt a wee bit but you could get three pieces and a cup of tea and that ah, yeah, in yeah. there in the days so he used to come in for that, mm-hmm. I've got a print he brought in for me, he used to do a bit of painting he says that's for you big guy, I love, love our chats and that's class, yeah. again that's inspiration for stuff like this, it's like you just wouldn't have known a guy and he was just so smart and a guy you'd look at and you'd like fuck this guy ah, man get yeah. a, he better not come up near me or whatever and then you start talking like wow how fucking smart was this guy no 100% I definitely there's a lot of that in Glasgow man definitely it's right. true mate yeah, it says where you're from and that you never you make movies aye no I know it's hilarious porn movies <laughs> I know that's it mate definitely it's weird I know it's I, I, sometimes like even the taxis I, I don't even want to say it because it's just fucking weird I don't know just it's a weird thing to say I mean I make films I mean it's odd I make movies. I know it's it, and then but then it's like you get the conversation that short films, you know. <laughs> it's not the same thing. Oh, it is fine. No, I know, I know, but I mean, just take like the average film goal that always. I mean, that man. that making the video would be awesome, man. I was a lot of guys get big breaks from doing stuff like that, man. That's it, look, man. It's going to be a no budget, no money. Like it's going to be like I did a wee short film called Spiral last year. It'll be a bit like a just. For the love of it, so I mean, what type of music is he doing then? Because I don't know, really, he's got a really interesting, he's got a kind of little 90s rock, wee bit of velvet underground kind of noise to sound to it, man. Nice it's, really, underground. Ah, it's really cool, man. Really cool stuff. Like, um, and you know, the, the velvet underground I was reading again, Lou Reed, they were very unsuccessful initially. Do you know that? No, that's interesting. No, when they were that. first out, nah. they brought the album with Nico and all that, nah. that done, didn't do well. That's mad, that's you know, that's like iconic. Well, I think the guys like Urban Welsh and stuff, I obviously, guys, but that good. really brought it to the forefront that's, 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 in British public 100%. with the Perfect Day and stuff. Like, they brought that pop culture, man. That's yeah. what gets it. You're right, man. It's so true. A good flick. They are good films. Who, who does that really well? Danny Boyle. Aye. And Quentin Tarantino. Well, music, aye, definitely. Quentin aye. Tarantino, like Pulp Fiction soundtrack. I know, my missus used to, she used to throw oh, that so on. Good. We used to play it. I still listen to it, man. Amazing, man. Still music, and that's just next to. So spectacular, man. That's why I love movies. It just all comes that's together. A dream, you know man, I mean? That's a dream. That's a scary thing. Look, like, uh, when you're making short films, like fucking getting bits and pieces in Boys Night was uh, was a, a result because, man, you like that's where the money goes. See if you've got a big budget, man, a lot of the money just goes. It's like these hip hop guys aye. that use a sample. That's I where know, the money then, goes. That's it. I know it's so true. Aye. Goes to the writers. I know. That's, aye, definitely. Bits and pieces. Aye, aye. That guy. Aye, he's so. Where's he I, from? I think he's Dutch. Dutch he? die. So if Boys Night ever makes money, he gets like twenty percent. Wow, <laughs> I know. Oh, you, like, you better be sharing that in your fucking Facebook. I mate. know. That's <laughs> it, I know. I know. But I don't care. Look, man, short films never make money. That's a sad truth. But uh, but he was lovely, man. Uh, he was cool. But I, man, I'd love to make something with a proper soundtrack. You ever, you ever seen Dark Days? Dark Days. It's a. It's a. It's a. They made it black and white, right? I thought it was like not pretentious, but just uh a decision he says no they get a lot of old film stock from right. Kodak at this it was an underground you know the Amtrak the underground uh, in New York City but they had a big homeless community inside it right right no I've seen that so they'd set up these wee shacks in it it's like in tunnels pure patch dark you Aye. know dirty what have you and these people they'd set up and they were the guy went to go live with them for like a year mm-hmm. to get used to them so he made this really he, he talks to these people the craziest stories you need to watch this James right. you'll love it mate right um, these people crazy lifestyles horrible thing but it's about the Amtrak they're, they're clearing these tunnels so they need to move this thing so he's right. filming it and he's just like he says there's tracks so we use that for a dolly for the camera so we get mm-hmm. that cool shot it was such a cool movie 
He says, I don't know how he got into it, but either he liked DJ Shadow or whatever, but he'd sent it to him. And, he's, and he says he liked it so much, he says, use my, whatever music I've that's got. Amazing. On that's amazing. Right? So I got that. I think probably I got into it because it was a hip hop thing because DJ Shadow had done it. I but you watch this movie, yeah. you will not, you'll go, wow, some of the stories these homeless people. That's amazing. I definitely. And again, we look at homeless people like, Junkie. No, I know. I'm actually it's actually go back. back. These people that escape in such brutal lives or something has happened to them. You just say like, if I told you this had happened to you, ah, exactly. what would happen to you? Oh, definitely. I'm actually making something in there. Um, made, I made a short Christmas following the homeless character and uh, we've pitched it as like a, well, kind of like a TV series. But be really interesting. It's something I'd really like to make. Um, it's kind of about somebody like the lowest they can get in society it kind of goes viral we're uh, performing a piece of music outside and it's a bit kind of being caught between these two worlds so the extremes I guess the extremes that's it man I just extreme poverty and extreme you know I mean success and it's uh, and that balance and I, I, I hope it happens man I'll be really chuffed if it goes ahead I think it's you see you've got a few things happening then eh it's a, a bunch of maybes there's always a bunch of maybes some of them just disappear and then for some reason it's always the thing you never expect Really? Comes in for the side and maybe just sometimes people sit and stuff and things change and maybe because I've heard like they went to make movies before nine eleven and then it was like kind of similar and they're like scrap it you nah, can't no, go with that so nah, I guess it is luck yeah. but nah. do you know we used to walk in the casino again as well you said the homeless guy we had a guy that used to come in neatly trim trim beard hair combed I'm guessing maybe late fifties early sixties overcoat like the scarf underneath it on properly. Uh, leather briefcase, shine shoes and stuff. Used to come in, never punt either. Grab a cup of tea and a wee bite to eat and go. And then it was somebody found out that he was actually homeless. Right, fuck. He used to go and it was like, what the fuck? It's the same gear. He just nah, was a macker. He used to go in the central station, get and talk to him, up, and yeah. oh, come in here for sandwiches. I go there, get kept there, I can wash here. And I'm like, wow, man, you'd, you'd have never known this. Nah. Is this a casino or no? Aye. You ever think about writing something about casino? Probably could, because Neither. when it's I worked there, a really interesting lot of, lot of uh, organised crime figures used to oh, come in. See, I see anybody that came in Aye. that was a heroin dealer? We, like, I met the guys to tune the fat, the two boys. Aye, Aye. Ford Kiernan played an English guy, giving me abuse the whole time. That's I couldn't hilarious. stop fucking Lynn laughing. That's amazing. Because we're so talking, funny. and I was like, oh, like, I, I, I whipped their ass, you know what I mean? I took their money off from me and I was like, sorry, boys. Uh, that's 21 again. Sorry, mate. He's like, mate? I'm not your fucking mate. <laughs> you take money off and he was brilliant. I was wet myself. So we had all these guys coming through. Rangers players. I remember this. I need to find out his name. A boy that played for Rangers is a Brazilian boy, but I mind him being in about like four o'clock in the morning drinking whiskey. And I'm like, no wonder you're shit. No. So you used to see all these crazy nah, things, but I that in the days you didn't say anything. No. You no. come to the casino as a safe haven. A hundred percent. I definitely. And you get not quite Las Vegas fucking breaking hands in that, but you get away like with a lot. Things that happened. Big yeah. guys that punted a lot could get away with certain things. Nah, I like did I had a, a guy throw a st uh, his cards in my face, and I picked up a stool and flung it back at him. Place went nuts. I get put into the office. So I grabbed like a glass tumbler, man. I'm like, well, these guys are gonna fucking no, pull their machetes right. or whatever. Right. So I've hidden behind it, and this guy popped his head around, and he was quite high up within it. And he's like, oh, I'm just checking to see if you're all right. And, that. and I'm like, thank <laughs> fuck. And then he came back. He says, listen, Brian, I'm gonna bar him for two weeks. Aye. He says, you know, and we looked through the footage. He says, you you were wrong as well. Aye. You know, throwing the, st <laughs> the stool and stuff. I understand. He says, but you have to remember, he's quite 
in with the community. So if we bar him, they might go to an yeah, casino. Just money, yeah. you know, they'll be he'll be back in it's after a couple of weeks. And I'm like, fuck it, nah. I didn't care. They did. I didn't give a fuck. No, that's interesting. I like that whole nightlife sort of thing. I definitely there's some, but it's never properly been. Look, I've talked about this a lot. But I feel like Glasgow's never really been captured that well, especially that aspect of it. It's almost like swingers type vibe. I mean, or that whole. Like, it was because it was all different. You had like the fancy guys. Especially a lot, a lot of Asian boys, you know, the young Chinese guys, they were flash as fuck, you heavy gangsters, old one, one's just over from Hong Kong, he used to say, he used to laugh when guy came in, this mad shitty suit jacket on, he's got a Mickey Mouse t-shirt on that you could tell was just papped out at cancer <laughs> research, and then like, after a few weeks he's coming in fucking dressed to the nines, I'm like, I wonder, like, he'd done the make his door, he brought over <laughs> to do a dirty job or whatever, but seen, seen it all, man, I the, the actors coming in and it was exciting. Ah, it's a cool thing, man. It's an interesting world to capture, definitely. Man. You should think about it. You should write about it, definitely. Actually, I know because somebody talked about families and I used to work with uh, one of the boys and he was from uh, he was from the East End of Glasgow as well right. and he was the youngest of 19. Oh, fucking hell. Uh-huh. So he was inspecting the table that I was dealing out the cards uh-huh. and this, the guys are talking amongst themselves and uh, Pat was talking to me and one of the punters like, so Pat, what are you doing this weekend? He's like, I'm going to this pub, wherever it was. I think it was that Morven or something, that gangster ah, one. Morven, that's he's, like, he's like, the Morven, he's like, you, you sure to go in there? And he's like, mate, I'm the youngest of 19. He's just, <laughs> you think I get chipped from anybody? That's that a little amazing. Because <laughs> right. uh, that uh, went through that whole gangster. But I liked all that kind of gangster stuff as well. There's a few shootings around about that Morven. I know a couple of things happened there. Yeah. Indian restaurant now. I mean, we hook up, man. I'll give you some uh, casino stories. Aye, some off, can... off the record stories. Aye, definitely. I heard it's totally changed now because it says it's much more. Before you couldn't get in with like jeans and stuff, no, so you had to aye, dress up. Aye. As I said, you had that hidden side. Now it's like everything's microphone, cameras on everything. Aye. You know, and guys were in cahoots with these gangsters and stuff. Aye, there was a lot of mad aye, stuff, all that aye. nightclub 100%, sort of aye. things. And I used to love going up Glasgow that time. Aye, Very inspired by the music and, uh, sorry, just getting into photography. But I was very, I wasn't confident to take aye. the camera up with me. And now I look at these things, these presents, I wish I did. No, definitely, I know. I know, that's, that's the main thing. Because Glasgow's changed so much now as well. Aye, it's a new, new place. But it was dead gritty in the days and just... Oh. I had that New York vibe, didn't I? I had that 70s New York vibe. It, it did. The only place I still go to, I think, is Union Street. <laughs> that reminds me of... It's going back to me, isn't it? <laughs> I just going to taxi driver going aye. down there with that, man. That's what I mean, that's the saxophone. It's actually getting shit, yeah. It is, I know, I know, it is. I get a fucking ticket going down it all day, man. I didn't know it's a bus lane there. My mom go down, my mom's just blowing me. bastards. I go home with it too. I have changed me, but listen... It's been a really good podcast, man. No, thank you. Anytime, man. I really appreciate it, man. Anything. No, it was good talk, man. It was good talking. I was going to need to add some uh, to my bookmarks. No, I could now. do this all day, mate. Like, honestly, I really appreciate it, man. It's really cool. No, it's cool, mate. It says, yeah. as soon as Cameron said, I went on a mad thing, I'm like, and then I went through a wee, I'm like, I'm sending emails to people. And it's kind of hard because I've just started people like, oh, who the fuck's he had on, sort of thing. So you came back and I'm like, fucking result, man. No, I appreciate that. <laughs> no, it was me just because I'd, I'd seen your stuff and I'm like, that's guy I know, I'm trying to think because a lot of people, man, that's thing. There's not much like a lot of cool people in Scotland just only getting interviewed. I mean, a lot of good actors and that. So I'm trying I to think, think it's quite, people. you know, in a way, therapeutic. A wee oh, bit. It feels brilliant. good getting off and talking and stuff. Ah, it's really cool. Definitely. I think man. people are a bit nervous initially, but once you get cracking and everybody's like, oh, that was fucking good. Man. Aye, definitely. So hopefully, if this music video goes well, we'll come back on and tell you stories. Mate, I've definitely see that whole soprano stuff. Like, I just that is that's a groundbreaking show right there Aye. you can watch that and it's just and that boy 
I'm not to be mean, but he looks exact same just with the silver hair now, doesn't he? I know, I does. I know he's not changed. I know it's interesting. And I just, I actually need to go and listen to the podcast because uh, I'm sure Chopper was good pals with Joe because he used to work in, I think, Las Vegas and he used to book Joe and stuff. So he's been on a couple of times and he came on with Michael and I was oh, just really? like, I love that whole mafia thing as well. Ah, it's amazing. Ah, it's just so good. I think that's probably the best canon fodder for movies. Oh, 100%. It's great, man. I just like, uh... I think, I think some of the, somebody said this once that really I thought found it interesting part of the reason people love it's the, the very working class stories the gangster stories you know I mean it's always people just doing what they need to do to survive kind of thing a lot of it and, it's, and I think also maybe just knowing that they're the ultimate guys you just didn't fuck with and, it says, and I think it's a Glaswegian thing I always talk is everybody loves to have a, a mad pal or a mad uncle oh, or something don't they I've still got one I've kept a few <laughs> I've kept a few just in case <laughs> my mad thing man it says well just always thing man if you've got somebody in that you're, you're on your side you know oh I said my granny man that was one from something she used to always say to me what was it keep him in the bad jeans because the good jeans will never hurt you and it's true man that's true it's and true, it says uh, like Clyde Bank there's a few boys that are thing man you always better known as ah, well I definitely know. better the devil you know definitely man you're always better 100%, 100%. because I've just I'd seen somebody the other day and I, I know I know his background and stuff and I was just thinking that you wouldn't have thought too much and I says imagine you just have a road rage accident or I know, that's this guy it. man and I'm like that's that would change your life 100% sometimes you see photos of these guys in the digger that look heavy and like if you are good you're talking to digger I'm hopefully he's coming on next week oh that's a fascinating one right, man don't get the make sure make sure no photographs no nothing and I'm like I know I know it's intense that's like he must be some boy man eh oh definitely man he's something interesting happened with a couple of his delivery drivers got stabbed a couple of years ago it's crazy it's just Glasgow's like a the digger's stuff I find I'd love to include the digger in a shot man it's a fascinating thing it's uh, it is man it's that like Glasgow's just got that. There's just such a hard breed of guys, isn't there? Oh, definitely. That's a whole. That's a, and it says they always like. You, obviously, you get London, but that's because you're bringing in people from all over the world. You have Russian mafia, ah, but there's it. just always like. like I love the Jimmy Boyle story with. Oh, it's a classic too. Like ah, he definitely. was enforcing the, the the big gangs want to bring these guys in. Paul Ferris, Ferris and stuff. Ah, these guys definitely. from Sweden. Ah, and Paul Ferris, who you know says his book that he was just bullied by like a family of guys Aye, definitely definitely. a slight guy and he knew what he had to do to no, just stop I really find him interesting he, always, he never he always talks about how he's not a good fighter and like he had to slash people and stuff it was only the way you Aye, because it was up. like you go and you say, I think it was like Aye. a family of so many brothers that just made his Aye, life hell all the time he battled Aye, one or getting hang me the older ones had come and no, my kind of she's for, she was for more luck so she was kind of in the peripheral with that I think uh, Fat Boy shot her in the bum with her air rifle when she was a wee last <laughs> weird Weird world, man. I know. I know, man. You know, you've got a wee look at Comston about you, I thought. There, man. I remember I need to start acting, man. Do you know two what I mean? Years, I two brothers, man. I, I, I like it. I need to write myself into He's something. been doing good as well, actually. I used to really well, man. Boy. Definitely. I watched a wee drama with him the other day. It was more my wife. She'll watch something sometimes and I get caught in. I'm Aye. always jumping about. I love YouTube or doing stuff and I can just get caught and his actor was brilliant. It was a Scottish set one and it was about a... No. He was kind of a well-off boy. And the lads sort of get pregnancy? Yes. Aye, aye, aye. I didn't see it actually, but... I've, wow, uh, man. I didn't even see it. One of these ones, I just I missed the beginning and I probably missed the end, but the bit I watched, it was just like, boom, good. And I'm like, God, I didn't get my bed, man. He's so talented. I'd love to work with him, man. I've known I've somebody I've never met, actually, but... He's really taken off. Oh, he's so that movie, die. like Sweet 16, I know, just... definitely. And that's, he's like the, that's like the best case scenario. I mean, that's what I hope happens for him. We Kyle for boys night. Like, uh, hope he gets you that too, man. Trying. I could see you writing a flick like that, man. Oh, I'd love to, man. Definitely, that's a dream, man. Hundred percent. I, but that's another day too. Like he was with Paul Lavitt and Ken Loach. Or Ken Loach is 
Dynamite, man. Yeah, just amazing. I mean, like, Could uh, they have done the Scottish ones, you know, an English boy? 100%. I know, like, man, I said, Danger Share and stuff. If it wasn't for him, there was probably some years we wouldn't have got a film. You know what I mean? If it wasn't for Danger Share and My Name is Joe. Please. I think Glasgow needs to do more to. It's heartbreaking. We're it's just really relying on this London stuff, and I know like, they're great what they do, but Glasgow. Jack should be like, he should be a star. I mean, like, one of the most prominent character actors in the UK. And I mean, but it's just because the industry here's a bit. Deed, man, it's, it's, a, it's a weird one. It's very incestuous, very, very close knit. You know I mean? Old it's school sort of stuff. Ah, it's interesting. I know because he's talking about all these movies getting made there. That this is a production. I can't all these countries name in a while. No one thought. I know it's it. I know he's. I think he's filmed some stuff for like Bulgaria and. Ah, that's what that. it was actually. Because I think they, they, it's cheap to film out there with a lot of stuff. And uh, I know because I'm from. Toronto, that's where I was born, ah, so they yeah. used that a lot of times in New York, New York because yeah, it's cheap. I but I had, always used to laugh, they had to make it dirty. <laughs> they had to put like glitter because it was too a too tidy clean. city. That's and I, I, that was a thing when I was a boy as well. I used to love to spot. Ah, that's fucking it. Toronto almost. It's like, and what? <laughs> I'm all right. I thought you'd be impressed with me spot, spying that. You know. But did it here now with Cloud Atlas? We've got a Glasgow and that. And well, that, that podcast, it didn't happen. We've said with Rogue One. Bobby, you're doing, doing that again. We'll, we'll, we'll make another one, mate, right? His stuff was featured and is it it's a Fast and Furious movie, Hobbs. Hobbs and Shaw, aye. So he has graffiti his murals That's in amazing. it. So he get a re-mention in a big movie. But that so cool. that scene that they're flying down to the cars, that was in Glasgow. Ah, that's amazing. Gee, get excited in the match. See? I know, I know. It's just a buzz, definitely. Going by George's Square and all that. I know. I know. Did you see when they done the what was that Brad Pitt zombie Bobby, movie? Aye. I was cool to see how that was. That was amazing, up. man. It shows you buzz. the money. Because that's quite a, you've got the scene and you've seen them flying and they're doing the stuff and I'm like, fuck. Oh, they spent millions on that and it's like two seconds in uh-huh. that. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's fucking, I mean, it's impressive. It must be hard to put all that together because even in the oh, day shoot, you know, I, like what needs done and then. I know, I know. I knew they, a woman that worked locations on that, uh, Lorette Dunn, lovely woman. She was, uh, she looked after me for a point, you know, in a training scheme. But um, I just, like, I can't imagine working on something that big just to stress it and just keep all the parts moving and it probably gets away from the whole thing do you know who's a really good film I wonder if you know you've seen like The Rat Catcher oh I love Ramsey man she's a hero as well how good oh, is she amazing, man amazing man I, did you see the, you, you were never really here the, no it was one of the last film I think it was actually Yakin Phoenix fucking oh he's an actor oh, man. he's really good it got kind of overshadowed by the Joker but it's a fucking stunning masterpiece of film oh, yeah, check. what's the other one she done uh, Kev, Kev, um, the boy that he's the psycho Oh, fuck, um, Something Kevin. we to talk about Kevin. Ah, uh, wow. wow. I know, she's amazing. Uh, you know, I watched that movie and I don't even know how it came on or whatever, but we never knew it was her. Aye. Right? Didn't know anything. It was one of, that was one of the ones I, I no preconceptions, I just watched it and I'm like, fuck, that was a ride, man. Oh, definitely, definitely. Such a fucking crazy movie. I know. Riley, was, what's that boy? He's actually a comedian, he plays the dad. Stepbrothers and stuff, he's on it, isn't he? Oh, John C. Reilly, ah, he's great, man. Ah, yeah, he's a good, a good actor. actor. He's the one that can do the funny and the Anything, serious. Man, ah, he's so good, man. Like, he's amazing. Plus, he looks the part, doesn't he? He does look he's the part. Good. He could play Gene Hackman, man. He's he good, that's, that that's so true, man. He could pull that off. That's there so you true. go, Mr. Reilly, use that. I definitely. Kick aye. some money back to us. That's so true. She's really good, actually. You, I amazing. might have to hook up with you and get a real list of movies to watch. Aye, definitely, man, definitely. That was a very, she's got that real dreamy kind of look. Like oh, the rat sorry, catcher was 100%. Just... She's really visual, man, and really artistically, just really uh, next level. Next Is she level. based in the US now, then? I don't know, actually. I think she might, but I should probably, she'll definitely have a place out there now by this point, 100%. Ah, because she's, ah, she's making big flicks, yeah. Aye, definitely. She did a short film, it was a masterpiece. I actually say Boys' Night's like a kind of, it's like a, a version of it for stupid people, but uh, she did a really intelligent 
I want that just, It's breaking it down, man, but that's what makes these special. No, it was just raw. Nah, fuck, man. short film's great. It's called The Gas, man. It's worth checking out, man. It's really good. It's really good. And I don't know why I should try and, because it says there's just certain directors or writers that just do any that. That just talks to me and says, you go and watch them all, but it's just fucking life, man. I find now with the kids as well that times of, it's hard to kind of sit there and watch these movies. No, that definitely. Like, that, that's not happening. Turn I that know, off. I know. I know. And even my missus sometimes she's like, what is this? She's quite good. She likes all the gangster flicks and that, but some of these ones she's not really into these kind of stuff that I like. So I wanna try and get back into that. I need to you'll probably triple my watch list and I definitely man. No, he hates you straight time, you love straight time, man. If you like Daddy Bunker, you'll love straight time. Well, he's he's honestly ate up his books and it was just fascinating. Just to read that. Did you see Animal Factory? Did you see the film or not? William Defoe? Aye. Well, I, oh, that's the last thing for long was in. That was his last film. It was his last proper thing. I keep on saying this, Aye. but the books just had such an impact. Oh, I, I was I just know, really struggle with. It's not as good, isn't it? Good, but it's still a great. Oh no, I thought it was cool as fuck, uh, man. Cool, William Defoe is a great actor Amazing, as well. Man, he's so good there. Uh, that's funny. The Everton noise that six degrees we're talking about. Long Everton noise comes I know. back. I know, so true. I wonder if he's. Some of these guys are making movies, but it must be hard that you've got. The best cast. Sometimes I look at cast and I'm like, "Where did that flop? That movie it was quite good." And had all the. I know, I know. It's interesting. That is interesting. It's, it's just, I think it's a luck thing. Sometimes it is. It's just the right thing at the right time. Just something works. It's interesting. No, me. I'm glad you're writing and doing your stuff. And I pray hopefully, for you, man. Hopefully, because I think there'll be a big Wendy. kick up when things relax. I think we'll get a, a burst so. of energy and people want to eat stuff up. We'll want to go back. The pictures and no, definitely. I hope you're right, man. Like, I'm sick of being skint, man. I want, I want that wee, I know, mate. I want that wee life. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep your skin because the, the rich guys don't make true. good no, stuff. It's so true. I know that's actually you know, you'll lose your drive. It's actually a true real. That's why like, I work. Conor McGregor never, no, man. You get that big paycheck. So that's why I love Bukowski. And I mean, to be honest, I'd like to. I don't mind being like. As long as people think my stuff's good, I, I'm happy being on the sidelines. You're doing something you love, man. No, that's hundred percent that. And that's the thing. Even with this music, like I, I'd like. Boys Night was the first thing I directed. I had like a budget, and um, I don't know. What I, I just like I like sometimes making stuff with no money is less stressful and like there's less rules and stuff. I just organic I mean? more about you. And it's I just going for it. You've got people having their say, and no, it's, there's no overseers. Ripping it's apart your baby in that. No, it's true, hundred percent. But I mean, I, I definitely you've inspired me. God's honest truth. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, and I've just I seen that, and I'm like, that's just a raw story from thinking. I've been a burnt and I've seen things. Oh, and I, am I write something? First write the old film thing. I can see that one and that's the first I, time I'm like, I could picture scenes so that I write as a screenplay. It was just because things were so funny and I'd love, I, don't even know they're capable because they'd have to go back to the late 80s. I know it'd be a period thing, but man, look, you can, it can be done. It can be done. Because that's the first thing that like, you get that beating at you that like you don't write things set in the past. No, no I, I wouldn't done. even, kind of, it was just literally you done it and I'm like, that's, no, definitely can be done, man. And the casino is a really interesting thing, man. I think you've probably got some cracking stories about that, and the ones you can't see on the podcast, man. I, I know. I was actually going, I was going to say a few, and I'm like, hey, I feel a bit, I'll be getting hunted down, man. But, but it's, like, it's a fascinating world, man, and you're changing areas. It really was, I mean. and these people are like outliers of society. Some of them, you know, nah, you'd have guys that this is. We had the guys who were immaculate, Aye. that had nothing, mm-hmm. and then you had guys that looked like tinkers. That were multi millionaires that That's could get you. Aye, definitely. You know, aye. I remember one time it was a guy came in, he was a big dealer because he get a thing in the Sunday Mail. No, oh, fuck, right. And he had his nickname, he came in, and I'm like, I never forget a face. It's something that aye. I've just, as soon as I see somebody, I always come back, terrible names, but I've just get photographed of many yeah, people's faces, faces, and I'm like, That's that guy there, man, right? But he's came in with like four heavies. Right. 
And I think they'd mentioned the article that they were like a couple of guys from, you know, they had the Yugoslavian Civil War. So these Serbian guys, like walking up, like, I think maybe the most intense guys I have ever seen that in my life. Backup Serbian war criminal. He was, he's walking about, but they're kind of making out as their thing, mate. And uh, I, I was dealing cards to them, and I remember the big guy sitting there, and I fucked up a, a hand. I was quite nervous, these guys. I'd never uh, been, I don't really get intimidated by people too much. Uh, but these guys literally just like, you, you could see the war in their eyes, right? The one guy and one guy would get pissed off. He's like, you, you keep on asking him Fuck. if he wants a card when it's my box, just staring through me. Uh, and then another guy just big, just sitting there next to me smiling. He's like, why do you keep on fucking up? I know you're laughing. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man. And I've done it again. I asked this Chinese fella, do you want a card or not? And the boy exploded. He's like, it's my fucking box. You ask me, sort of thing. Uh, I remember that, just like, get me off this table, you know. <laughs> Literally, there's some people that, you know, the eyes are the windows of the soul. Oh, these guys have seen You've killed death. somebody. <laughs> he looks on his eyes. Like, oh, a few guys, that get uh, all the ears hanging oh, off their, their chain, you know. Sergeant Barnes. Or... So I just, everybody in ones that you say, is you can never judge a book by its cover. I've done another one, no name names, but this guy was the, in the sea dealer business of the underworld and, Years have passed, and I had to do a, a photographic job for somebody, mm -hmm. and it turned out that the place was a tip. Right. One of these flats, I don't know if you've ever seen them, you go the, up to the West End, these flats, five bedrooms, the rooms are the size of this full studio, they're huge, nice. you go yeah. in, like the scutting board's like two foot high, aye, it's aye. just huge, mm -hmm. but it was a shithole when I phoned up, and I'm like, after photograph us, I says, there's a dump. Mm -hmm. Uh, could you clean it up? And I says, that's no, I don't get paid yeah, for yeah. the hangover. And just being a dick, because I was just like, I was raging, because yeah. it, it was a shit job as well. And he's like, can you just do me a favor? I'm like, right, okay. I tied it up and I just moved stuff and a few pictures falling out. And I'd seen him, I'm like, that's that fucking guy. Fuck. And I'm like, why didn't that cunt clean this house up? And he would have uh, 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 made a lot more money and it was going for a lot of dough. And I'm like, yeah. these guys are making heavy, ah, heavy money. But unscrupulous, man, it's a no, 100%. special life that... Oh, definitely. And it doesn't end well, man. I mean, uh, and it's, it's, it's stress worth it. No, I mean, I couldn't live without stress. Figure it's in your stomach. It is, man, definitely. You've probably grown up in amongst that. I've grown up a few guys that go off in that path ah. and you're tinkering on it because it sounds cool. Oh, definitely, or, 100%. And I always remember saying that I've no get the stomach for 100%. it. 100%. I've got and my thing is, like, it literally that nerves it. that ah, touch you. I used to be like, my pals be like, whoa, that, you know, dealing with cops and all that. I get a fright when I was young with the, the police and going through the whole system and stuff. Aye. Not through my fault. I seen like uh, uh, the police doing something. Put my mate's head through fuck. a meat wagon window. Ah, fucking when hell. we get pulled up for something we've never done. Aye. Banged up. I had seven charges against me. I never done fuck all. No, God's always true. Well, I, you know what I did? Aye. I was underage and I had a few scoops up the park. Aye, that's it. Aye. And I was a bit drunk and what happened, right? I, you could say that's enough, but the brutality, I had seven charges. It says I punched the police officer, done everyone, get sent to the panel. My mum fought it. She knew that it wasn't me and Aye. stuff. And they even says, right, you come, we know that you never done this. They, they just dropped the charges. In mm. court, I had to go up to court as a witness. Oh, fuck and I, people were like, you should have sued them. Like, it's different days. Oh, it's different days. Even when I was younger, I got done with an offensive weapon and a breach of the peace. Neither they had done. Like, I was in the peripheral of a gang fight. And I was, my pals were fighting, but I was in the party and I, I, was, I was a slow runner. So I just got caught and uh, they picked up a big stick. They said there was brandishing it. Crazy, I know. But they dropped it in court. They said, if you plead guilty to breach, we'll drop this. And... That was it. But fucking aye, man, it was weird. I couldn't bother me to tell. I've had my phone in my hand. 
Vi skal brænge nu med en hånd. Skal jeg komme ikke op? Bro man, det gik. Kan du imagine? I was like 14, 15 at the time. I mean, I look at the same as I was. I mean, it's like you can imagine doing that till we know. I mean, like it's not. I'd, I'd say that obviously I was upset, so I, I'm, I'm not even lying. I was crying. Ah, I was shouting for my mummy probably. I was right? Nervous, man, my mum came down. She's like under five foot. She went through them because ah. the shit that she's seen that was a mess. I was like, I need the toilet. I'd one standing on my foot holding my hand, Aye. another one holding it, and one watch me taking a piss. That's and I could, could you, you know what it's like if you go to a pub sometimes, those guys are outside, you're I'm like, in the cubicle all the time. <laughs> like, well, well, do you want me to run the tap for you and all that, son? You all right and stuff? And just belittle me when Aye. I came, my mum, and I was like, fuck. But I always tell my kids as well, and it says that the police get a lot, a lot of bad press. I don't believe they're all at that, and no, things are getting better. No, but I also so. tell my kids as that, you know this shit that happens. If, that. if you hang about these places. Oh, definitely. So Aye. keep away from them, be 100%. polite and move on. 100%. That's be polite, man. That's the main thing, definitely. But nowadays there were, I says, the big cops, Aye, big mean bastards, no, man, you know. I know. I think nowadays, hopefully, with the mobile phones and that, it's a bit less of that. Aye, I'd like to see, I but I want to see respect on both sides, you know Oh, definitely, I mean? 100%. Aye, it's no blank way. It's just a, it's a human being thing. Some human beings are just I just horrible. They're mad. I know, that's it. That's how your stories are so good. You're just writing <laughs> about mad shit, you know. I know, that's it. No, you're right, man. Definitely. And it that. says that, one thing with Cameron's performance and I think it was walking by and it was a Fenian bastard or something and it was just the wee thing and I'm like fuck I've seen that millions of times man I know that's it definitely it's just that it's just, just that spa that, that wrong comment in Glasgow it says with people drinking and stuff it just it spirals out of control so quick 100% uh, definitely it really does that's a really Glasgow thing man it's non-stop that's non-stop hopefully your stuff's non-stop mate. I pray for this mate I know hopefully something takes no, out no I mean honestly that that uh, Sopranos one that sounds cool it sounds no mad what. I don't you know what I, I can't even like wrap my head around it it's just it's heavy and, like, it's, like, he's, he's essentially just letting his day it's like funny how he let you get to that point like he gave you the time of day sometimes there must be a filtration system like I don't even fucking look at this I know guy's I, stuff. I, do, I definitely so it, it must like, have been a buzz to know that he I was watched it first of all aye and that he liked it definitely and talk about 25th hour like, one of my favourite films of all time Spike Lee was Summer of Sam and he wrote that. Wow, what a movie. That was That's actually a that. white movie as such. I know he makes the I know, thingy, it's interesting, aye. But that was the Brooklyn with the, the Italians, Italians and the aye, Jewish communities. Definitely. And even the music. Aye, the music's great. That's one of the best soundtracks. I love that movie. Actually. I love that movie. It's so good. I put him in a, like, uh, he got, he's got a game. He oh, got he a game got in game. that. I mean, do the right thing. It's amazing, man. That is so amazing. Good, and they always say he's like, he doesn't get the... I think he was a rising star and he kind of, I'm like, his movies are brilliant. Man. Oh, definitely. And it's so good, good that he's done, he's done the, the whole Irish-American with 24th Hour. Although, Brian Cox sings the... I know, there's so many Americans who don't care about the difference between Scotland and Ireland for <laughs> some reason. They don't care at all. I was, uh, when yeah. I came here, our junior, I was in junior high at the time and they were like, Brian's going to live in Scotland and stuff and I remember, it was like, in Canada, we had everybody, the Greeks, Jamaicans, everything and, they, they, they get the class to sing when Irish eyes are smiling for me from me going it's so, so funny <laughs> and then a, 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 a stand up queen I love called Joey Diaz I love Joey Diaz uh, he was like oh, yeah. fucking on the crew with these fucking mad Irish guys he says fucking cutting through a space he didn't give a fuck and he says yeah the Scottish guys from Scotland <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know he's actually going to be in the Sopranos prequel for him I've seen that he's big that's cause interesting because he, he looks the part he, he does look the part I know he must be getting mistaken for the he's brilliant again he's Cuban but all his stuff he always plays mafia guys the I way know. he talks but he grew up in the whole I New Jersey Italian American that's good are you a big fan of him as well oh man? great man ah, he's so funny ah, he's dynamite he's the guy when doing podcasts his stuff on stage doesn't quite I like when he's, he's fucking angry and he goes off and I know see rant. a lot of comedians it's interesting a lot of these comedians are getting to 
through their podcast. And then I'm not a massive fan of their stand up. I prefer them on the podcast. I just crying jokes nah, and you just, see you see funny and then I and then those guys are good on stage that they can't translate that in a podcast. I go and vice versa. So true. So true. No, mate. Uh, I'll Thank let you, you go. So this. much for having me, man. I know. I appreciate it. I'm going to come back, man. I like this, man. Mate, I'll, please I'll come back. I, I want guys to come back, and this is guys like you. It's just, I think people love to see how you get on. No, and definitely. I appreciate that, man. I'll post the link. I want people to start catching a few of these movies. The good thing, guys, is, you know, sometimes it's hard with lifestyles. You know, we'll sit down and watch a movie uninterrupted. We've got phones, we've kids, some memories are fucked, but. The short flicks are really good. I definitely, definitely. Just something, but then you do waste a lot of time because you watch tons of them, you know? I know, I know. I know. No, thanks very much, mate. Okay. Oh, thanks for having me, man. Thank you so much. Cheers, bud. How'd that day, man? I do all right. Yeah, you've done amazing. <laughs>